listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. fresh that thou listen to more than hip hop i can catch thee in the mix from beauty to the thrift shops plus i can't do this though. plus you can ship more than hip hop when it's time to think and it's fresh suggest oh learn to read suggesting beats i should rhyme to at times when i'm lost I thought Ken trieth to find you. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a early Sunday morning edition. Yes, with our girl. Yeah, or late edition if you, you know, one of those people that go to church. And it's just like, <clears throat> this is like regular service time for most of y'all. Ah, uh, yeah. This Sunday so, school for some folks. Yeah, what are you doing listening to this live, people? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Oh, your way to Does Sunday your pastor school. know that your iPhone is open? <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. And don't tithe today. You give that to us. Yours. You're not paying attention anyway. Um, but yeah, you listen to the Blackout Tips uh podcast. And um we have uh one of our favorite guests on, uh somebody whose podcast we both listen to. Um and it's Amber P from let's see if I get this right. Oh, black. I know she's black first because mm-hmm. you know she, all black people are black before everything else in america 
sexy uh she is a sexy lady people she used yes, to be a burlesque dancer all that stuff uh geeky she will talk to you about some doctor who and um some buffy and mental podcast uh and you can check her out at black sexy geeky and mental.com or on twitter at ember podcast uh say what's up there everybody ember hey cool kids how you doing I'm rocking the Casbah, and I love that you had a little ditty for everything but mental. You're like, don't want to set her off. Oh, you know what? Um, I was just so happy to get it right. Honest to God, yes. I, just, I wasn't she even thinking. the name so much. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't even think. Man, you know, I just feel like that makes me a good person, and that <laughs> I'm a better person than everybody. That I didn't even think of something for mental. I was just like, hey, and I'm done. I think those are the right orders. Um, you know, and for people like, to want like how white people are like, I don't see race, like I don't see mental health status, right? It's like and it's an accident, you know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> like if if you just like uh didn't give money to a homeless man because he was black, and you go, oh, I didn't see race, that's kind of bad because like you didn't help that person. But if mm-hmm. if you like, uh, if it's something like where I didn't cross the street because this black dude was walking down it. And then you go, oh, I didn't even notice that guy was black. Though you can feel good about yourself. That's how I feel right now. Like, oh yeah, I'm such a good person. I didn't even think of anything bad to say for me. And it wasn't on purpose or good to say either. Mm -hmm. I was just like, it's just a thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody, take a drink out the shot glass. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, so um, and for people that really uh, want an easy way to remember Amber's um, order of her names on her podcast. Just know that Battlestar Galactica is BSG. And so, yeah, oh BSG God. and then M. Mm-hmm. Why so, yeah. did... I'm ready to get down. He's been on it. What? Serious, he's he been really been practicing. You ought to see him. He be like, oh, that's not it. Wait a minute, I'm going to get this right. Yeah, I keep... I tell it. for a test. Like, yeah, we have an Amber on tomorrow, and it's black. I slow all the way down. Black sexy. It's like a fucking... Sp- <laughs> the spelling bee. Yes, it is. It's just funny. Use it in a sentence. Black... Sexy, geeky, and mental is a podcast. Correct. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got Amber on, man. Um, and first of all, man, your podcast has been off the hook. Um, I won't lie, I did miss one episode, but I want to thank you for this because, um, yeah, the it was, yeah, you, you always, um, you're really good about your spoilers. I, I'm not, I don't give a fuck. Like, I spoil <laughs> everything. Um, but I appreciate the, the heads up warning because it was like, uh, gonna talk about Buffy s- season six and seven. I was like, oh, I'm on season five. <laughs> like, this, I can't talk about this. It'll just fuck me up. Like, I'll just be mad. So, um. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it's a giant spoiler too. Jesus. Yeah. So I'm glad that, uh, that was in there. So I didn't even, um, you know, I didn't listen to those, but, um, you know, you, I felt that it was very considerate of you because I would have never done that and people would have just been mad at me. So. <laughs> so like like it like anyone that hasn't watched buffy has now love. uh anyone that hasn't watched buffy now like every once in a while i'll make a joke about buffy and i'm like yeah i guess i guess that's fucked up they'll just be like uh what like what so wait giles girlfriend never comes back i guess not i guess not <laughs> the fine black self anyway um let's go ahead and talk about us for a while because we've talked about ember enough by talking about us (laughs) we're done with you yeah uh, we'll be back to you in a few minutes um 
this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us a bunch of places itunes leave us five star reviews facebook like us stitcher radio favorite us share us um podomatic don't leave comments there it's too hard to find um you can also donate to the show when you go to the blackout tips.com you can subscribe you can go to the store you can check out our tumblr um all kinds of stuff there um and we actually brought our forums back um, yes, we did. Which was easy to do because I never deleted the forms. I just took the page down. Like, eh, I don't feel like updating this shit all the time. But um, we brought them back. And uh, so if people want to go and play on the forums, have fun, but be nice to each other. And um, I will be deleting people that go over the line. But uh, yeah, we'll hopefully that won't happen. Out there, but we ain't, we, ain't, we ain't all about all that negativity crap. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I know what back back in the day people were posting like, Links to their YouTube favorite mm-hmm. rap videos and shit. It was pretty fun. It was. It was just too much work. I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, now it's back, so y'all can enjoy that shit. Um, you can also call the show 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week or talk to us live Saturday morning so we do our feedback show. The email for the show is theblackouttips at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, and you can donate your account to us and all that stuff. It's all on theblackoutsips.com. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, this podcast is double sponsored, which is, you know... My favorite kind, because it means I'm getting money. Hell yes, sir. Getting money, nigga. Uh, first of all, I want to thank um, Shadow Dog Productions, because they gave us some money. This podcast is sponsored by the award-winning Dirt Cheap Therapy. That's right. It's a movie, bitch. Get yeah, up on it. And we in it. We in it. Kind of. Watch it. You'll see what we're talking Shit, about. As far as I'm concerned, we in it. Right. Well, I am on IMDb and iTunes now. With my government name, so Woo-hoo. oh, I need to see if I'm on there. Woo-hoo. I'm a star, darling. That shit, you got IMDb, you made it. Focus, focus, Mr. Deville. Oh, ready me. for my close up? Yes. Join us tomorrow night. That's Monday. That's right. Tonight it'll be Sunday, so like tomorrow is Monday. So if you're listening to this <laughs> in your podcast, like your iPod or right if you listen to this on the podcast and it's not live, uh, and it's not Sunday, that means tonight. Damn it. And if it's Tuesday, that means you missed it. What the fuck were you doing? Why'd you wait so long to listen to the show? Asshole. Anyway. (laughs) Someone's going to get this shit from like three months from now. Like, Ryan called me an asshole. I was behind on shows. (laughs) My mother was in the hospital. I I didn't know what was going on. But anyway, uh, join them tomorrow night. That is August the 20th um, at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time for a special live tweet of the movie. Dirt Cheap Therapy, to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the day that they actually started shooting for the movie. So, And if you have a copy of the movie, you can watch and tweet along with them. And if you don't, you can follow along anyway with uh, my man Dexter, from who's at Shadow Dog Pride, mm-hmm. and some of the actors using the hashtags dash DCT year. That's DCT year. One fan who participates will receive a free copy of their comedic follow-up movie, Found Betty, and the drawing will be held on Thursdays, the Blackout Test Podcast. That's right, people. So show up and help us celebrate making their award-winning movie, Dirt Cheap Therapy. Do that. Now, of course, the other thing you have to do is you have to have some sexy music because it's time to talk about Adam and Eve 
and I didn't even queue up any sexy music before now, so. Oh, snap. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to, uh, find some real quick. Oh, no, not R. Kelly. No, sir. Oh, no. Mm, Jesus Christ. No. How did that even get on here? I don't know, sir. Just <laughs> look, look at my spot on my list my like, not my choice. I didn't pick you. Um, is Thong Song sexy? Ah, uh, you know what? It'll at least be funny. This thing right here. I haven't heard this song in like oh, a disco. With his with his uh gold uh hair going Super Saiyan. I thought it was silver. Oh, silver, still Super Saiyan, Super Surfer, Silver Surfer then. <laughs> Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Of course you are. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie or perhaps a thong? Yes. Hey, you know, uh, Adam and Eve is probably like most places behind with the music, so this is probably some of their songs when the girls be checking their thongs. Yeah, well, I don't think this song ever goes out of style in the strip club. It doesn't. It's like, oh, shit, she got a thong on. I think this is crossover, black, white, country, it don't care. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. You go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off just about any item. That's any item, people. Yeah, they got plenty just of thongs. About. Yeah, they have all kinds of thongs you can get half off. All sizes. Thongs in bulk, you know. Oh, hell short. yeah. Just in case you want to get ripped, you just pull one in the back up. <laughs> uh, but that's not all. Oh, no. When you select that one item at 50% off, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little bit of inspiration. Oh, yeah. A lot of country-themed ones. A lot of, uh, like, these things have plots. That's all oh, I'm yes. saying. Yes. Oh, a yes. Medieval ones. Um, yes. Set in the 1800s. So you can learn a little bit about, like, the French Revolution and fucking. Yes, I bet. Do they have, I bet you they have edible ones. I right. think they do. Now, you will also be thinking, wait, edible what? Thongs. Oh, Karen, I'm on DVDs now, <laughs> ma'am. It's all out of order. But, um, yeah, they, they also have medieval time, like, pieces and stuff. Um, they have, like, futures, one, one set in the future. Um, there's, like, hero spoofs and stuff, like Batman. Like, you can get all these free DVDs, um, that are interesting to watch. You know, it's interesting for your brain as your penis or vagina. Yes. Plus, a fr- what are you going to say, Karen? I'm, say, I'm sorry, I got off topic. I'm just, all I hear is thongs to thongs, thongs, thongs. That's why I said, you okay, know. Okay, we're, we're past like that. that. We're past that. <laughs> we're moving, we're acting like that didn't happen. Plus, a free extra gift so central, can't even mention it on the radio. Shh. Everybody be quiet. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping for your entire order. It's not a game, people. It's so not serious. Not a game at all. Treat your vagina and your penis seriously, okay? You only get one. Some people get two. Some people get one of both. But most people uh-huh. only get one of each. Yes, they do. So treat it with some sincerity, okay? Um, check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer. 50% off one item when you type in the code TBGWT. Uh, when you go to check out, and when you do, you get three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. Put in the code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. There you go. Thank you, Cisco. We appreciate you. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. I got blinded by the thongs background. My bad. <laughs> but there could be edible DVDs if you need to dispose of evidence, if right. that's like an issue for you. Right. Yes. Like, I, like, I don't know who's going to um, come up with the first edible DVD, but I wouldn't eat one. Um Cause like you I know, other people get choked first. The times that you touch an adult DVD, like there's all kinds of hygienic issues that might be going on. So I don't really want to. 
Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, the first scratch and sniff DVD, I ain't down with that oh. one Or maybe they get like DVDs like they have in Mission Impossible where you just put it in and it self-destructs. Now I can rock with that. Yeah, it's like, oh, your wife is coming in. This this DVD yeah. will self-destruct in two seconds. That would help for kids stealing their parents' shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Come home and the VCR is blown up or some shit. <laughs> um, and daddy right. get blamed for you watching his porn. Right. That's right. Um, so, all right. First things first, man. Um, Amber, how are you doing? And, you know, like, what's been going on with you lately and all that stuff, like, since the last time you've been on the show? Because got to catch up. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've been doing wellish. Um, I had a bit of a setback. I was not doing so great. And then I, I got some new meds and that helped me out. And uh, that's just kind of one of the realities of, you know, where I'm at. And so I'm feeling a lot better. And so, so that's a good thing. Okay. And, uh, I had a talking point. I don't know if I'm allowed. I don't know of how course. this works. Uh, you, wait, you mean like a random thought or you mean like, uh, or you mean like something you just want to talk about? Like just random, like, you know what I mean? Like, is it just something like, uh, you know, why do we park in the driveway and drive in a parkway? Cause we have a uh, section for that. <laughs> no, can I tell you what it is and you tell me where I should insert it? Hey-o. Yeah, sure. Go, go ahead. That's what she said. Uh, yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting. Um, oh yeah, it was about, uh, Sir Busybones. Oh yeah, and, uh, Busybone from, and, um, the, the interview. Yeah, and, uh, about, uh, mental home illness situation around that. So where Yeah, I... yeah, well fuck it, let's talk about that now. Yes, yeah, we, we can talk yeah, about cool. it. Cool. So it was actually about, uh, not him per se, but kind of the conversation around him. I thought yeah. it was hell arius mm-hmm. and uh and i I went back and I listened twice because <laughs> like your commentary on it made it just even oh goodness, it was just absolutely priceless, and I know you guys said it's sad and stuff. I thought it was hilarious so yeah it's it's one of those um it's uh this the new phrase I'm coining uh is hot aw like. It's funny, yeah. but it's a little bit sad. You know what oh, I mean? Like, like yeah, it's yeah, like if if, I, if for emoticons, it's uh, like the smiley face and then the sad face right afterwards, where you laugh, but then like a little bit of you's kind of like, but yeah, seriously though, like <laughs> this is like uh, as funny as those ten minutes were. Uh, I hope someone helped that man out because that, yes, you know. So here's my thing about him. So there, there's two things. Like the first is when people think that something is a, like what is a mental illness and what does it look like? Right. And I don't want to judge Sir Busybones. Right. I say sir because he's, you know, like that. And so. <laughs> sir Busybones. Yeah. I wonder, or sir, sir Busy upon bones. Uh, <laughs> he's sort of like the fool in Shakespeare and every Shakespeare play, the fool always tells the truth. Mm. And he was coherent. Mm. Like everything he said was cognitively, uh, not, I wasn't on point with it, but like he was very together. I thought mm-hmm. he was just ridiculous in his presentation. <laughs> like I thought like it was like, well, maybe he's manic. And I was like, or on coke. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody in the chat room said like his family at the time said something like he was like drunk during the interview or something, and that um like shortly after that they um like tried to have him like uh put into like a mental institution or something uh to get help. Um, now that's just somebody randomly in the chat room. Who knows if that's true? But you know, just 
I, I mean, like, but like you said, I, at no point in that interview did I feel like he didn't make sense. Like yeah. some of the, some of that shit was actually kind of higher level thought. <laughs> like to be quite honest with you, like yeah. it was kind of like deep, but mm-hmm. but it was coming so fast where you just like, yeah, I I'm not processing this as fast as you're yeah. processing this. No, not at all. The, the English would say he's touched. Mm. Um, and uh, so I guess my thing is, it's interesting that even if that wasn't true about the family, yeah. but it's funny to lead off with, he has a substance abuse issue. He should go to a <laughs> mental hospital mm-hmm. and not rehab or, or, you know, deal with substance issues. Cause it, it gets weird. It's like if somebody acts up, it's like maybe it's a mental illness or maybe they were beaten as a kid or right. maybe they had to live on the streets or maybe they're on a substance. So it's, it's this weird correlation of you know it it's probably one in the same acting up and mental illness you know what i mean yeah yeah so so that is kind of a thing for me and the second is let's say he does have a mental illness it gets weird when it's like come out of the closet with mental health we'll put you in an institution we'll make you do stuff there's something wrong with you it's like i go into the closet lock the door hide under shoes and stuff because it's like you know, because this is literally like people lose their kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's used in court. And it's yeah. like, eh, that that's a thing for me. And it wasn't until like I was diagnosed like five years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until uh, after I got out of the hospital that I noticed everybody blames bipolar disorder for everything. And it's like, this is the potential to show up in my life later. Mm. And so it it gets it gets fuzzy and it can get dangerous. And this is what happens with black people. It's like, well, you got to be careful because you know how they are. Right. It's like, I don't know if she should work here because you know how they are. Yeah. Mm. So, so it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. And- I also think it's partially because of TV and movies. Cause like yeah. the way mental health is depicted on TV and movies is always like very simple concepts. Mm-hmm. So, cause it's not, that's pretty, that's pretty much all the audience can like handle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, because it's just like when certain people and I don't it's not necessarily just race, but when people who write about a community they're not a part of. So Mm. it is not really that complicated if you're a part of the community. Right. In in the same way, uh, no one would if somebody described this podcast and uh, they didn't hear it, they would have us sounding like buffoons. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's black people. There are podcasts. It's talking about black stuff. It's like, <laughs> right. It, and so the same thing with mental illness. It can be fun and exciting and weird, just like any other thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And also too, uh, Amber, when you talk about race, sometimes I think race does play a part because sometimes when people are diagnosed, uh, I would like to see the statistics on how many people are diagnosed with the same thing, but they diagnose different ways. You know, a lot of black people, they just want to kind of lock you up and throw you in a mental institution. But when it comes to, you know, white people, it's like we want to see if it's a substance abuse problem. It's almost like they want to do more research. Like you can get help, but for some reason we can't get help. But that's not true, though. And sometimes, I guess from my perspective, it's very irri- irritating when, you know, it's like all of a sudden, um, 
you just view differently, even though you could be diagnosed with the same thing and have the same symptoms Mm -hmm. and have the same issues. But for some reason, it's like the color of your skin makes a big difference on how you're treated. Like you say, take away your children and things like that. And I'm like, well, why? Just because you have an illness doesn't mean you don't love and you can't take care of your children. Now, if you don't have the capability, that's one thing. But if you can and you're just dealing with the illness and you just might need a little assistance, that's a whole nother issue. Mm -hmm. And I want to reverse something you said. Um, they actually don't usually put black people or people of color into a mental institution. They put them in jail. Mm, and then white people, a lot of white people get sent to a mental institution because animals belong in a cage right. because they're just like that. And, you know, certain people, you don't have to worry about them being a repeat offender because it's all in their head. Right. And so it's a thing, you know what I mean? And I don't know. You need to be a self-advocate and know the system. It's a whole situation. Well, like um, the other thing, too, though, like I was saying with the movie stuff is like, um, like, say you're writing a person with multiple personality disorder or uh, or even schizophrenia, which often is, you know, shown on the screen as someone with multiple personality disorder. Like it's the only thing that matters in like a uh, movie and TV is that you have rules that are simple that the audience can follow right yeah. so so it's like okay every time so-and-so gets hit over the head they are quote-unquote manic and then it just it's just someone like talking really fast or being really funny or something where it's just like it, you know completely different then they get hit on the head again then they're you know then they're, they're depressed and then it's you know <laughs> they're listening to nirvana and like staying in the house with all the shades closed or something and it's just so simple that i think it just kind of leaks into what we think about when we think of mental illness it's just like okay yeah this person's bipolar it's like oh got it just like that movie yeah, you know? yeah, and, and I think you say a lot of it is they want to simplify it for people because they kind of want to make people not be scared, but at the same time, you leave them very ignorant to something very complex, and it's not as cut and dry as as the movie is portraying it to you. And I know for me personally, um, my mother is mentally ill, so for me, uh, as growing up, it's something that a lot of my family never really talked about, and I don't know if different races are more open about it or more about let's get you help, let's get you well, and other people are like, shut it down, we'll pray it off, we'll fast it off, we'll do these other methods when people just really actually need help and assistance. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, just one more thing on this. Of is, course. Uh, I think it's funny, um, I don't know, I might get in trouble for this, but it's funny how certain people in certain situations, if you want to know how to get on Section 8 or if you want to learn how to get uh, food stamps, they can tell you exactly where to go, the hours, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to uh, mental illness or something, it's like, what's that? And that's just, you know, not knowing. Right. But, you know, it's worth it becoming something as basic to know what's in your area, what's not in your area, and how to get help. And learning that can be a part of life, too. Just like diabetes is a thing that happens and can be inherited, uh, mental illness can be a thing. And you can, you know, it, it's not the end of the world. You just got to deal with it like you deal with anything else. Well, I say each one teach one. So I'm always True. telling yeah. people nice always phrase. telling people how to get uh, free food stamps, uh, get on Section mm-hmm. 8. Um, if you need to know, just I'll let your boy and uh we'll get you going man and uh yeah i don't know anything about mental health so i you know hey google that shit but uh if you need if you need to know how to be able to buy 40s with uh food stamps 
I know what's we up. We got you covered. Yeah. Ooh, yeah if you, if you want to tip with food stamps, we got you covered. You know, we the black guy who tips. Yeah. Buy a bunch Stop of cheese. You can, now, with food stamps, you can actually buy cheese, people. Yes, you can. So what I would do is buy cheese. buy cheese, <laughs> and then you go to the go to like Trader Joe's, and you slang oh, cheese God. outside the front door of Trader Joe's, and you get cash. Yes. It's, it's smart, people. Yes. That that that's, have that's, runners. Right, yes. little kids to be runners because they can't get a, they can't. The kids get can't do time. Sponged. Exactly. Yes, yes. That you know, I I think that's how the dude from Owen and Canada Dream got all that cheese from. Yeah, maybe that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Seriously though, uh, that, I do I do agree that uh, I be you know I feel like people teach what they know. So true. People don't know shit about mental health or of uh, like where to go to get help or like you know because like you said, and it's not even like beyond prison. Um, with uh with black people in general, once you become kind of diagnosed as other. Like you're not fitting in, um, you're just gonna go in some type of special education. You're gonna mm-hmm. be separated from the other students, and um, more than likely, you'll just be seen as like, oh, this person just has behavioral problems. Yep. So it's it's not like there's really a like the the net to catch black youth that are having any type of issues in school. It's pretty much the disciplinary system. Like, yes. so it just translates to real life where, yeah, and now it's prison. Like, you just graduate from detention or, uh, the special education school class to detent to, you know, uh, detention as in prison, uh, when mm-hmm. you're old enough. Like, I think that's all that you see happening is, uh, we're always shuffling the quote unquote dregs of society mm-hmm. from, uh, one, one state of incarceration to another. Yeah, uh, one last thing that I just mm-hmm. remembered. Um, I am like a horrible resource, actually, so <laughs> it's good that you know stuff, Rod, because even when it comes <laughs> to mental health, outside of Boston, I don't know shit. So I would say uh, no matter where you are, if your kids go to public school, you can uh, talk to their guidance counselor because they usually can give you a referral. And I didn't know this, but if you... And I don't know if I mentioned it on your show or my show, mm-hmm. but if you have insurance, they have a department... Yep. that deals with mental health and you can call and I got a caseworker to actually from my insurance to help me with paperwork and help me know what options there are. So there you go. Well, I do have a question since Roger say homeless people are assholes and there are a lot of homeless people. That <laughs> oh, we I will be talking Ill. about some today. Yeah, I have notes on homeless people too. Okay. <laughs> go do, for you, it. do you think that a lot of mentally ill people are assholes then? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, yes. I've seen house. And, uh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, Amber. Uh, no, I mean, do we do that now? Do we, should uh, I answer now? Yeah, you can answer that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, since I'm a horrible person, I ignore them a lot <laughs> because I'm terrible. But, um, I, okay, I'll put it this way. I think that a lot of them have substance abuse issues and people with substance abuse tend to be assholes. Mm. Um, and, and other people I think are just kind of sad in my experience. Yeah. And I do think people with mental health disorders are definitely assholes. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really easy to tell from TV, Karen. All you have to do is watch TV. Anyone that has, like, you know, uh, what, what we watch, Homeland? Mm-hmm. She is clearly a dick all the time. Like, hey, she does. She just picks times to be a dick. And, you know, you can't put all that on um, 
her bipolar disorder. Some mm-hmm. of that is just her being. You, you got to accept right? responsibility. Right. So clearly from TV, uh, there was also the Green Goblin in uh, the first Spider-Man mm-hmm. trilogy. Uh, he was talking to himself and he also wanted to kill Peter for no reason. So yep, asshole. I- Mm-hmm. I often find that people who uh, uh, have podcasts about tipping <laughs> and <laughs> tend to be assholes. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I wouldn't dispute it. That's you know that's. I'm not going to argue with like you. Like that, that has like that criticism has no power over me because I agree. <laughs> like is, it's like people, we don't try don't to you, run from it. We embrace it. People are like, don't you have any shame? It's like no, no, no I, 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 I don't. I really don't. So I, uh, I don't mind the th- the stones. I, I'm yeah. good. It's like those. <laughs> Oh goodness! My house is made out of porcelain and glass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm. You should I'm see good. the holes in my wall from the stones <laughs> that have been thrown out. You should just mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, I don't pretend to be better than anybody, mm-hmm. but um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like those people who hit me up and go, "You shouldn't use the n word." I was like, mm, "I don't know, nigga, please." And then, <laughs> like, like I'll just live with if I'm gonna if if you if you die and then you go to heaven and you get to the gate and they're like, "Uh, yeah, if we have uh two million seventy five hundred thousand um and twenty three instances of you saying the n word and uh we can't let you in. That's really that's the quota. That's really what God's really. That's his thing. Like that's what he's checking off on the list. Yeah, come on in, clan member. Thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> I love uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, you and this n word. It's silly. Mm-hmm. Got to stop. I don't even know why we invented that. I don't know what mm-hmm. we're thinking. Um, all right, man. Let's let's talk about some stuff. Uh, first things first. Um, we talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago, but uh, Hemda. Um, and I know I'm not pronouncing that right, but I have to say it that way because I'm from America and I'm from the South. Um, <laughs> And I don't know how to make that CH sound. Me either. But, but uh, Kimda, close enough. Uh, from yeah. from Keith and the girl, uh, she said she listened to uh, the show and she sent us um, a D- the DVD of Keith's uh, stand-up. Keith mm. Miley is the other half of Keith and the girl. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the show is brilliant and funny. And um, I don't know, it's like, it's like my favorite podcast or whatever. Uh, it was definitely the podcast that inspired us to do a podcast. Yes. Um, like so much of what we do kind of comes directly from them and they're like a real inspiration because, um, you know, they're, they're people that really put it all on the line on something that back when they were started, started podcasting, it was not a thing. You know what no, I mean? No, it wasn't. Like, <laughs> and most people didn't even know what a podcast was right. or anything like they was at the infancy state. So, you know, everything they do to me is just like all inspiring, you know, and, um, one of the, one of the things they do is, uh, they have a stand up uh, special, basically, that Keith does every year on his birthday. Yep. Uh, April 15th. Um, also, the day taxes are due. Get your taxes in, people. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he basically does his stand up. I think this is his ninth one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he does it once a year, and he doesn't do stand up pretty much the entire year, year, most years. Like, there's been a couple exceptions. I think two years ago, he did like a 20 minute set. Or maybe ten minutes set for somebody, but like in general, he he only does this one thing, and like they have a lot of comedians on the show who get mad. They don't want to call him a comedian because uh, he won't go out on the road or he won't oh, go out uh, all the time, you know, stuff like that. But um, he he's cool with not you not calling him a comedian, but whatever. I I think he's a comedian. Um, I think what he does is actually kind of harder because yep. he does a podcast five times a week, week. and tries to be all funny. Dead. five times a week oh, um 
and uh it takes a lot of work right right it's not like like uh it's not like it's, i think it's very difficult put it yeah. that way and, and and to me it's almost like you're demeaning all the hard work he does just because he's not traveling like you are right and or going up as much and yeah. and and especially like over seven years to still be funny seven years in like what do i not fucking know about keith at this point right mm. <laughs> like five days a week seven years yes. like what joke can he make that i won't be like oh yeah i remember that from the show but um basically she sent us his latest dvd it was state of the union and um it's like an hour long uh stand up and it's fucking brilliant man and i don't want to talk about it without spoiling it because mm-hmm. i feel like um that would be kind of a dick thing to do and yeah. i think people should go get it yes they should um you know you can go to keithandgirl.com slash store mm-hmm. and uh, buy it um or if you're in a vi you can like uh join their vip, VIP. uh you know group i think it's keithandgirl.com slash vip and um you can like sign up for it yourself and you get like a big discount on his dvds and all that mm-hmm. stuff but um yeah, so we watched it twice actually, which is because cause it was good. Like, and you know what's funny? Like, um, the the best to me, the best stand up is not the kind that like necessarily blows you away right away. Because like some of the ones that blow me away away right away, I end up hating eventually. Like, uh, yeah. one of like Carlos Mencia's first hour special, I remember hearing that and being like, "Holy shit, this guy is fucking!" And then like the second time, I was like, "Eh." Um, it's yeah. kind of and then about like third or four times like jesus christ man just uh, shut the fuck up i don't why <laughs> why did i ever like you um you know same thing happened with dane cook and whatnot but um you know this 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 one we started watching it last night we had to make like a time like because we we're all professional and shit it was like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> eight o'clock we're gonna sit down we're gonna watch this shit I see you there yeah the, put a pen in it right yes. nice meeting send a reminder so um we we watched it and 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 the first time like i was like i was still i was busy i was doing shit but i was watching it in the background kind of like oh yeah that's pretty funny okay that's funny ah that's really funny okay that's funny like like just noting things like because i think i was actually setting up like my fantasy football draft rosters and shit like i was just like kind of busy i was cooking and shit like that i was watching just just dying laughing right karen's cracking up i was like okay karen likes it so i know it's extremely funny (laughs) Uh, so then I watched it again, um, after, um, the, at, we had, we were a guest on a podcast. So then I watched it again. And this time I like sat everything down. I was like, I'm going to pay fucking attention because, uh, you know, I owe him that much. And I was dying. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it the second time because when I watched second time, it was stuff that I didn't catch the first time because I was too busy laughing. Right. You know how you laugh mm-hmm. and you're like, ha ha, wait a minute. I missed like three punchlines doing that laugh. Right. And, uh, you know, I watch a lot of stand up and stuff. So like, Sometimes, like, there's a lot of jokes where you see where the joke is going, and it's, like, funny to you already, because you're like, oh, yeah, that's where it's going to go. But he was really good at, like, twisting the joke, like, where, and adding, like, these small asides where you're just, like... The first time you hear it, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, that was that was a chuckle. But the second time, it's just like, oh, okay, that that's a callback or that, you know, like yes. it, like it. And I guess this, I think he said this is like the shortest amount of time it take it took him to write um, for a stand up, but like. It was so good. Like, it felt like he put a lot of work into it. It felt yes. like he had done it before. It was, like, really polished and shit. Um, and even, like, um, stuff where you weren't sure, like, well, did he flub this word or did or whatever. Like, it was so smooth that you would think, like, if you only have one time to go on stage for a year, right? Mm-hmm. If you fuck something up, like, for me, I would just fucking stop. Like, 
I'll probably lose my shit because like I fucking waited a year. I'm recording this thing one time. I don't get a second chance. You know that everyone's here. That's you know everyone that, that loves me is here. But if I fuck up, like it's forever, and exactly. I don't. Well, that was a nice run. Right, Bye, comedy. <laughs> right, and you have like till next year to fix that. Like you know what I mean? Like you don't get a chance to go on stage and like okay, I'm gonna clean it up. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Like no, you fucked up. You got to sit with that for uh, 365 days until you can do this again. And by then, it won't even be the same set. It'll be completely different set. So, like, it was cool, like, when he, like, messed up, how quick he was just smoothing it over. It was polished like he had done it a hundred times yes, you know and it was mm-hmm. like things going on in the audience and he like rolled with the punch i was like oh such so such such and he just kept it moving i was like right. oh i was like even though i knew that that the things that happened what meant to happen but he just rolled with the right. punches where you was like did they mean to do that like he's no. talking about beer bowling or yes. people answering their phone and shit and like people that was clinking stuff and he just rolled with the punches yeah um also um for people that have seen it, I do want to see his version of um, Pearl Harbor. I think that yes. would be better. A <laughs> lot so better. People that have seen it will understand. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a couple like shorts on it. Like there's a, he has a fan open up for him every year. Yes. Uh, for a stand up. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this year it was a uh, Big Jim or Slim Jim as he goes by now. And um, like they had the intern come in and like he did a couple minutes. It was just it's yes. fun. Like is and it looks like so much fun. It, it's one of those things that makes you want to go. Yes, to the Keeping the Girl Week. Yeah, yes. the environment was just so like uh free and fun and and like they were having such a good time and yes. being so supportive. Um, and it's just awesome. It's a testament to what they created, but then also by itself, if you didn't know anything about Keith and a girl, it's also good as like 50 minutes of stand-up like mm-hmm. can i interrupt you for one mm-hmm. second you said something something week keith and the girl week yeah yes. they have an entire week, week of events that yeah. uh they do like mm-hmm. uh, they every year like i guess yeah. it started as like uh he it used to just be like sitting around his stand-up and his birthday and then they started adding more and more events yeah. and now it's like a whole week, week. of shit man. yeah so that whole week they don't do like the like they monday through friday podcast and what they do they have uh keith and the girl trivia they yeah, have, they did um what what do you call it when you have the groups that um meet up and all do the same thing? I forget what it's called. Uh, now. Like oh, the flash, flash mob. Yeah, yes. they had a flash yeah, mob. They, they, mm-hmm. they record it and they actually oh you actually God. can see the recording on the yep. VIP and they do all kinds of uh, things and it's just scheduled like for a whole entire week. Like a lot of people plan, they just take the whole week off and go wherever they plan it. And I know that um they it, it sounds very fun every time they do it because whenever they get back and all they bring all the guests on that they've had like when they come back oh, everybody that they've had on they like every day they had those people come back if they had some part to do with it and they have the interns on like it's it's really just fun like i say uh one year i would love to just be able to schedule a week off i'm like fuck it i'm going yeah it's like a huge event and yeah, and they've created this. It's just amazing to see what they created, yes, honestly. Yes, it is. And then, um, you know, also, in addition to, you know, the stand-up being funny, like, this is like my, I think, my fourth or fifth stand-up that I've heard or seen of Keith. Like, I have one of the other DVDs, and um, I was listening to his stand-up on Spotify for a while, but then... um, he did. He was talking about it on an episode how Spotify kind of rips you off, and they don't really 
uh give you a lot of money and then i start feeling bad like oh no i, I shouldn't be listening to this i need to like pay him somehow i like turn it off like a guilty pleasure and shit like i really wanted to know how that ended but uh, i don't want to be an asshole I'll, I'll find a way to pay for the real thing uh, i'm sorry about that keith uh, <laughs> so um but yeah I, you know I, but i've heard you know stand up and like it's one of those things where um i think he was always good but it it's amazing to me how much better he's gotten you know what i mean where it's like mm-hmm. I, especially considering that he's not going up all the time like to see someone have that much control over their crowd have that yes. much comfortableness with their material um to you know i would just think that if i did something once a year i would probably fuck it up at some point where you know because i'm i haven't been doing it you know it's just like me i'd just be on stage like uh and then uh shit something about my dad hold on y'all <laughs> hold on uh something oh, Jesus. dad was a dick covered that uh girlfriends girlfriends girl okay my girlfriend let's talk about my girlfriend right <laughs> like that kind of shit man and then some of the little like stuff that he put in there um that is a you know a small joke uh a quick aside or something they're so funny to me because i i know what he's talking about like i'll just give this short one away like when he talks about um having a fiance mm-hmm. and um i don't know how women deal with it but i know as a dude i did feel pretentious as fuck when i had to start referring to karen as my fiance <laughs> it does feel like i, I don't know, maybe it's because the word's french or some shit i don't know but it does every time it comes out your mouth it does feel like you're doing the like complete oh fiance uh, you know the greatest <laughs> is am, a woman i am affianced the right for whom i am affianced right it feels so like because you know you're just throwing into that like yeah man probably go watch some football later at the bar you know and then hang out with my fiance you y'all get one like that shit like i felt him so much right then like and it was only like a half a second of a joke like it didn't even it wasn't even the main part of the joke but i was like god damn it that is the truth <laughs> that little small switch from girlfriend to fiance like you you wish you could still call them girlfriend like my girlfriend i'm gonna get married to like that would feel better <laughs> than fiance all right but um yeah we definitely wanted to talk about that and thank you uh him for sending that to yes. us and uh the key the key chain be, yeah, sh- uh, bottle sh- opener shout out to him for being a super executive producer yes that was hilarious yeah and yeah that's the other thing too man it's it is well produced and mm-hmm. like i don't just it's just crazy man what they've been able to accomplish like these motherfuckers got dvds and shit and stand up and like uh events and the whole week and like you know like all the shit that goes into like what you would have to do to do a fucking stand-up special every year the cameras yeah. the, the renting out the club you know getting everybody in the audience like just so much shit man and and i think people don't appre- won't appreciate it until you see like some of the half-ass stand-up Say that, that people like put on youtube and stuff and like then you'll go oh yeah this was a thing where they like put in work and time and all that shit and it shows man it's a quality fucking product man and uh yeah congratulations to them and yeah another great year man yes. uh can't wait to keep uh greatest hits next year yes sir all right we have uh other things to cover karen has random thoughts i do i have random thoughts yes sir karen you go first i oh i'm a chill i've talked too much okay <laughs> you want me to do all mine or you are we gonna go back and forth uh well just go ahead and shoot them off and we'll see where it goes okay i have no idea what we're gonna do okay okay well since since you let me uh, take the steering wheel from the back seat. I'm going to go ahead and start. 
first of all, I was watching TV, and it was this lady who was at the store, and she grabbed a bottle of Drano. And she was like a nerdy-looking woman. She had glasses. Her hair was all over her head. It looked like she had just, you know, ran from the library just to unclog a toilet. And so she was standing there, and all of a sudden, she started having a flashback where she was pouring the Drano down the drain. And then the new Dranos have, like, this little red thing that you stick down the hole to uh, pull out the hair whatever's down there. So while she was there... Uh, daydreaming, her hair was done, she was all cute, and there was these two dudes standing beside her, both smiling at her while she was pulling the Drano down the drain. Then it came oh. back, and she shook, mm-hmm. and she looked up, and one dude was standing at her over in the produce section with a cantaloupe, and the other dude was just staring at her from the other section. So I was confused. I was like, what's going on here? We got a Drano three-way that nobody told me about. <laughs> Is, does this come with the package? When I pay my eight ninety nine? do I have two sexy men standing with me while I pull my Drano down the drain, too? <laughs> I mean, she had one for the front and one from the back. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Well, my question is this. Um so what about, because I, I don't think women are probably the, the number one purchasers of Drano. Um and they're probably not the number one people that use it. You know what I mean? Like the anyone who's lived in the house with a woman knows that uh, that type of labor typically gets outsourced to you, and uh, it's just part of the deal. The unsigned pack that we make, okay? It, it's not. It's nothing to trip over. But you know, some shit gets fucked up, and green shit is coming out the bottom of your sink, and uh, you know that's your job, dog. You gotta get that plunger. You gotta get that drain. you gotta do your thing. Um, so I guess the real question there is if I use the Drano, are two dudes going to be sitting around looking like they're ready to double team me and shit? Like, I don't know. I don't think, uh, that's a bad advertisement for me. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So here's my theory. I think that with how Karen is describing this, I wonder if maybe they wanted us to think that maybe she doesn't live with another human mm-hmm. and maybe the hair is from her cats right maybe she's so okay. they're like don't worry girl you can get your you can get your cat hair out of the drain <laughs> maybe it's a <laughs> get your hair did maybe it's a like it's kind of like that thing i like to do with beer commercials where um i like to pretend that uh everyone in the beer commercial is suffering from uh a mass uh hallucination hallucination from um using drugs and uh ah! if you and, and if you don't believe me watch beer commercials next time you watch a beer commercial just think about the silly shit that, that's happening and i guarantee it, it's like yo these people are high as fuck yes not, not on alcohol like on dr- real drug like yes. you open up a beer and it starts snowing and the train rolls through, rolls through your, your hotel or wherever you at. Right. That makes no sense. Right. Every chick turns into a hot chick and likes you. Like, you're fucking hot, man. Yes, she starts dancing. Her clothes change. Yeah. Every beer no commercial sense. could be a commercial for LSD. Like, honestly. Every one of them. Oh uh, uh, you know what, baby? I think for the Drano commercial, I think that's the way for the guys to go and, and like, 
by the Drano because they're going to imagine she, she's thinking about two dudes, so he just smack it out. Bobby, I get this and just smack it out of hands. <laughs> it's, it's praying on Mel, <laughs> Mel insecurity. Yes. No, you will not go get the Drano. I will get my ass up even though I don't feel like it right now, bitch. Right. And undrain that toilet because I don't want you dreaming about right. two men. Right. She's like, I'm going to go I'm drain. I'm the only one doing snaking around here. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I'll take care of your pipes. Yes. I'm the only one that can do all the hoes. No right. other man can do this, ma'am. Right. Put that Drano down, you cheating whore. Like what? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know where you're going. Goodness. All right, Karen, hit me with another one. Um, and I know you talked about this before, but I'm gonna give my version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say fuck you to all the attendants at the gas stations that don't like to put the receipts at the pumps. Um, the reason why I say that loud and clearly is because every time I have paid at the pump, I always get a little message to say, go see the cashier. Fuck you. Oh. I want my receipt. Print my fucking receipt out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go in. That's why I'm out here. So then I have to waste my time trying to get my anchor right with my iPhone to snap a picture because I don't want to go inside. I don't want to go inside because if we get robbed, I don't want to get shot because I got nowhere to go. I'm outside so I can drive away in the case of oh, a, a robbery. Maybe this is just me, the way my mind function. So uh, fuck you, attendees. Go change your paper. Right. Yeah, wow. I, I agree with that. I don't I don't have anything bad to say about that. I, I I don't think I've said that before on the show, but oh. yeah, that happens to me entirely too fucking often. Yeah, and so it's like it's somebody's job to change that paper. They just don't take their asses out there to change that paper. Right, and I think what it is is um, if we all as uh, humans decide that every time we see that go see the cashier thing, uh, we walked in and like really cussed his ass out, they would start doing their job. You know, yeah, and and and, and it's annoying. I mean, I, and and I guess for me, uh, maybe they should do it like uh, like like they do at your job when the paper run out. Just put, if you put another roll up and show me how to change it, shit, I change my own paper. But just don't leave me out there and I don't know how to change it. That's the yeah. problem I have. Uh, leave like the spares. Right. Yes, like, you know, you know, if you're the last person to use this change the paper, just some shit. You leave me out there, the shit locked up all in the box back in the corner somewhere collecting dust. They, they, you know, they, you know, it's in their budget to pay for this shit, but you just ain't changing it. Yeah, I, I think it runs out, and then like the guys are busy inside, cause you know they also are running the store, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, McDonald's and shit, where people get mad at McDonald's employees, but it's like, nigga, for four seventy five an hour, this is what <laughs> you get. That, that's true, right? Oh, you know? Okay, no, like I've never, you know what I've never had, I've never been in a gas station and thought, wow, they have too many employees. So, like, yeah, I doubt... Yeah, it's normally, damn it, they ain't got enough employees. Right, yeah, I doubt that they even have the manpower to do all that shit, like, constantly filling up the uh, receipts outside and all that shit, while also doing the lottery ticket sales inside and selling cigarettes True. every five seconds and shit like that. So, <laughs> uh, that's what that's my assumption, but, yeah, they... Well, because you're... you're mm, okay, so maybe you need to take back some of your ass jackery because okay amber i need you to breathe okay here's the thing mm-hmm. do you guys have stop and shop no what's, what's that stop and shop it's a it's a grocery store mm. but like okay so there's whole foods under that is like a stop and shop and then there's like the poor people grocery store mm-hmm. so 
I don't go to the poor people grocery store. Listen, everybody, don't judge me, okay? And like, if I go to the store, <laughs> we don't know, no, no, we're not. We ain't mad at you. We go to the whitest of the white grocery stores. Yeah, we don't go to we don't go yeah. to any hood grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm so, not keeping it that real. No, we 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 go we go to where there's enough white people that if somebody start a mass shooting or decide to rob, I right. will be further down on the list. First time I picked up a green steak, I was like, uh, uh-uh, back to the white people store. Of course. Yeah, it's it's like a thing. Even like the same chain but in a different neighborhood mm-hmm. yes ma'am you know, so we do that too. E- even though stop and shop is not you know it's not fancy pants it's just you know normal people grocery store mm-hmm. like if you're like uh where would i find uh, uh random thing that mint, isn't obvious mint cilantro there you go where would i find mint cilantro They'll tell you what aisle it's in. And at Whole Foods, they will hold your hand, bring you to the aisle, yes. and ask you if you want to taste it. Right? Yes. That yes. Is, that is a literal thing. Yeah, you know I still mean? I still turn down the uh, deli slices that I they offer at Harris Teeter. Um, but it's, but uh, it's just I just do it to throw them off. Like, I don't even, like, it's... Because like, they always look confused when Roger says no. I'll be like, I'll take it. Yeah, because everyone takes that shit. It's like, how much money are they losing uh, giving away a free slice of everything every time they t- chop a piece? Like, I could probably just come in there and be like, uh, I would like a uh, pound of ham, some salami, a turkey, and some bacon. And they just take the free slice of each and be like, no, nah, I'm good, and make a sandwich. and like i don't go like to be clear i do get the most of my stuff from from stop and shop Mm -hmm. but it's just weird how with like smaller businesses where they're like i feel like i don't have to help your scholarship fund like i don't have to i'd rather go to like the drugstore to get the black hair care products Mm because i can return it if i want to i can pay the three dollars on my debit card and not have to get something for five dollars and it's like i need them to understand that if this is a game i win at whole foods mm. yes. you know what i mean and i can only get a select amount of things there fiscally speaking but it's it's a thing so when it comes to like the receipt and stuff mm-hmm. it's like you are an employee though and you have a job description and right. changing the paper is in the job description so how about you get on that oh yeah, i get and, it and you know mm-hmm. uh, oh and i understand that too but i understand roger was talking about being understaffed and when you was talking about the places being super friendly like the harris teeter here roger had asked me for some like some kind of mexican cheese like and i went to the uh the bigger uh uh Harris Teeter, where it's like a whole section in a circle of exotic cheeses, of cheeses, cheeses on wheels, cheeses in barrels, just cheese on top of cheese on top of cheese, cheese, cheeses in these like refrigerated things. You know, the cheeses stink, all kinds of types of cheese. <laughs> so I walked up to him. I was like, do y'all have such, such cheese? And, and, and he didn't know. So he got the cheese lady because she, obviously she works in the cheese department. <laughs> And yeah, she, they have a cheese lady, people. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she was, she was really the cheese lady. Uh, neither here nor there. Care what, what race was she? Oh, she was white. Oh, okay. Just yes, asking. yes, just, just asking. Asking. Oh, you know, she fascinating. Was white. Hmm. And um, she Typically. was like, hmm, we don't have that type of cheese. She say, but if we did 
I can give you something close to it. So basically, she held my hand. We went all the way over to the other side of the <laughs> store where the cheese was. She was like, we don't have that type of cheese, but we do have this type of cheese, which is the same texture as that type of cheese. She said, but you can get other types of cheese, but it doesn't melt the same way. And if you melt it, it will it will end up not giving you the consistency that, consistency that you would like. Right. And she said, and on top of that, she says, and I want you to know also that we have been requesting that cheese because you have not been the only one. We have had several people oh, request geez. that cheese, and we've been trying to get management to get that cheese. She said, because we are very highly disappointed when people ask for this cheese, and we don't have that cheese for their cheese pleasure. I was like, okay, can th- I, thank you, ma'am. First of all, I can, I can already see the comments. That Amber B is a bitch. She doesn't understand that some people, blah, 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 And it's like, I'm just saying, I think that it's too much for someone to judge me and say, you're not allowed to uh, patronize. Patronize is when is not when you're looking down on someone. Patronize is when you go to a place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a okay. version. That's two versions of it. Okay, so th- that I'm supposed to patron, I'm not supposed to patronize places where I get treated better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I understand that there are reasons, and I'm glad that there's Stop and Shop, and I'm glad that there's poor people stores. But you know what I mean? I twice a month can afford <laughs> to go to Whole Foods and take it all in. Nobody is gonna judge you for that. I ain't mad. Put like this. You you get what you pay for. Now Harris Teeter is one of the higher chains here, but when I go to Harris Teeter the day before Thanksgiving and it's like twenty five lines, all twenty five lines got a cashier, all twenty five lines got a bag, and all twenty five lines mm-hmm. got somebody at the end going, Can I squat this to your car? So oh when I come in there with all my groceries, I will never wait more than five minutes because they like, look, we charge you an extra five dollars, but look what all your extra extra five dollars is going yeah um and i would say this uh going back to the gas station attendant guys uh my point isn't that um they should do a bad job my point is i expect them to do a bad job yeah um, okay you get what you pay that for. yeah that. like i'm not defending them doing oh, no. bad jobs just okay. uh, you, you get what you pay for and yep. gas stations are paying seven dollars and for seven dollars you do not get a motherfucker that's gonna go out and when it's like 50 degrees outside and change that fucking receipt. Sorry. That's, that's, no, that's, that's people. And, and <laughs> people are just like, uh, yeah, no, not, yeah. not for seven. And, <laughs> and also Amber at the, uh, like that's, I'm back to one of them. You get what you pay for stores. Me and Roger had went to Harris too. They had to buy one, get one chicken breast. And mm-hmm. you like, you buy a pack, you get a pack of chicken breast free. And so we had went in there and I think they had like <laughs> one pack of chicken breast. But we we got like the last one on the rack, and so I'm looking at Roger. Roger looking at me, and I was like, "Hey, let me go see if they got some." So I went to the dude. He was like, "Hey, you know what? We don't have none here." He said, "But if you give me a few seconds, I'll go back to the back and chop you up some chicken breast, oh my and we'll God. bring you out some chicken breast." So he proceeded to go chop up the chicken breast, bring us out the chicken breast, wrapped it us for us, and and apologizing because at first he was like, "Do you want a rain check?" I was like, "You know what? I, I, it didn't matter to me." He was like, "No, no, we can chop it up." See, that's the customer service you get when you pay more. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they definitely take care of you. Um, all right, I I have a random thought. Uh, Go ahead, sir. And this is um something that happened to me yesterday. We kind of talked about it in a casual conversation, but uh, I also want to talk about it here. Um, I found a fucking lizard in my house. Yeah, Ooh. I right. was sleep doing this whole ordeal. Yeah, I was uh using the bathroom and um I came out. And I was looking on the floor uh, randomly because something caught my eye. And I stopped and was like, I think that's a fucking lizard. And it was just like frozen. It was oh just God. chilling. It was just chilling, too. It was just like frozen and like not moving and shit. So, you know, the MacGyver music started playing in my head because like, 
I know I can't like the the my 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 handy dandy wasp is on the other side of the lizard. Oh, so like God. to get to it, I knew, and I wasn't scared of the lizard, but it was more like it would run off. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I you know I I don't know where the fuck it would hide. Right, it would just it mm-hmm. could be anywhere in my house. So um, I'm like fuck, I gotta get to this wasp ray or something. I can't. So, you know, I, you know, I, I go into the computer room where we have the studio set up and I'm looking all through here while kind of, kind of keeping an eye on the lizard, making sure it's not going anywhere. And it's just chilling right there in the middle of the room. And, um, I'm like, you know, looking through shit, rummaging like, oh, I need something to either hit this thing with or to trap this thing with, you know. And, and at first I was trying to be all like, uh, you know, uh, nice and friendly and be like, I'm going to just trap it under something and escorted out of my house i had a plan and everything i had a, ah, I had a you I had, had a strategy yeah so i i, I emptied this With box one paper clip and two shoe strings MacGyver. right i had a rubber band <laughs> oh my i God. had a, a bottle cap a uh, pair of gloves right and a uh <laughs> and a tank it was actually the eighteen. It was actually the eighteen, <laughs> and I just used the, the I used the bottle opener to open the tank and then start working. But anyway, so um, I see I see you know I, I see like a box uh in a, inside of like my trunk that I have from college. Open it up. It's full of Karen's pictures and shit. Dump those shits out real quick. <laughs> I was like, it's like, like this shit ain't important. Don't I was like, don't. I'm sorry, baby. No time. And Karen's sleeping the whole time, so yeah. she would never know. Oh um, no, I wouldn't know the difference. I'm like, hey, why is this in here? So I take. The Three months later. Plastic <laughs> container thing, and I'm like, okay, if I flip it upside down, I should be able to drop it on top of the lizard and kind of trap it underneath, right? Because um, yeah. it'll fit, and the box should fit, like form like a seal around it, and it'll just kind of be stuck in there. Then I was going to take a plastic sheet uh, cover from one of my old notebooks and put it, slide it underneath, and then I could just, like, you know, take the lizard outside and dump it outside, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, so I put the box and it was like crazy because like it's, it's, I'm having like one of these real tense moments where I'm like leaning over the lizard but not wanting to touch the lizard or get too close because it'll run off and it's extremely fast and I don't know where the fuck it's going to go. So like, you know, it's, it's, it looks like uh, imagine a, a movie scene where someone's about to tr- cut a wire on a bomb. Like oh, that's God. that's what I was like. I was just holding it out there like steady. <laughs> steady and i dropped the box on top of it and it lands exactly on top of this fucking lizard and i'm like yes i got it but then it and it's like only for like a millisecond and then it bounced up a little bit and like it hit the carpet and then it bounced up a little bit and in that split second it was just like fuck it i'm out of here and it ran (laughs) and it got behind the couch it was ready so like oh shit you messed up freedom so so now now it's not in the way of my bugs my trusty bug spray anymore. So I grabbed that my wasp spray and then I grab my um I grab a, I have a stick. We have a walking stick that we use sometimes when we go walking in case like a dog or something runs up on us. We could be like nice. no nigga. But um mm-hmm. so I grabbed the stick and um I grabbed the wasp spray and I'm like okay you had a chance to get out of here healthy and free. Yes you did. But you fucked you that missed up. That opportunity. And now it's it's, it's time for my judge my punishment. You know, I allowed, I, I tried to give uh, Shirley from Chonilla's style of dealing with the lizard, and now it's time for Rod's style. Yeah, we tried to trap it. didn't work, Shirley. It didn't work. Hard justice. Um, so it was, I saw it, like, kind of behind the couch and shit. So I, like, we had both our couches, like, side to side. So I moved the little couch, and um, 
you know, or little like whatever, love seat, whatever. I moved that shit. And um and at this point I'm sweating. And I'm not sweating <laughs> from physical exertion really. I'm just sweating because there's a fucking lizard in my house and I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> With a fucking lizard in my house, dog. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm glad I was asleep, because I'd have been like, this chick got to get at the house. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, should I wake Karen up? No, she'll be no fucking help. At all. <laughs> like, that, that's sleepy, out of, sleepy and panicked. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's absolutely out of the fucking uh, question. So I'm like, I got to do this myself. So I, I see it behind one of the couches, and um, the bigger couch. And I kind of move the couch, and the lizard doesn't move. Like, I guess lizards are just like, they freeze every time shit happens around them. They're just like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> they might not even see me. Yeah, you know? you know what? And I think that's probably like an instinct because you know what? Most of the time, I, I think that they they've been trained to if I freeze, the average person because since it's so small, will walk past it. Yeah, you won't even not, see it. Yes, but they know if I move, they will see me moving. So if I freeze long enough, they won't see me. Yeah. Plus, it's, it's probably like a raptor to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like a, a, a T Rex's eyes and shit. It's like no motion can't see me. And and the other thing too is like um it's probably used to an environment where it's the same color as whatever the fuck's going on yes so it, this this lizard was kind of darker colored and our carpet, carpet is, is like light bright, brown so and he, the wall is white yes yeah, so, so it was nowhere to hide yeah that freezing wasn't helping his ass at all <laughs> no um or either that or he's just like this apartment's so junky they'll never see me <laughs> and how the fuck would they know um so like i uh you know i catch him behind the couch a little bit and i spray him with some bug spray and uh he runs off again i can't find him for a couple minutes gangster i move the couch around a lot and then i see he's he's over by the cord for a lamp that we have and he's like kind of next to the cord so you can't really see him he looks kind of like he could be the cord and um yeah and i hit his ass again and then he just fucking disappeared and i was like what the fuck like i'm talking like I moved every couch. I'm flipping shit over. I took all the pillows off the couch. I'm st- I'm hitting the couch with the stick. I'm jumping up and down the fucking couch, like trying to scare it out. I'm <laughs> using the stick to like beat the couch at one point. Uh, like I'm just action. I'm just fucking the couch up. Like hop out of there, lizard. I, I know you, you're in there. I bet you would tear shit up, and I'm like at some point I was no I wasn't even on like uh oh I'm scared the lizard's gonna hit me or touch me or bite me. I'm just like fucking shit up because i'm so mad that i can't find this lizard and i'm not ah! going to sleep with this fucking like how am i gonna take a nap on my couch again in my life and this fucking <laughs> lizard is out there and now it's angry and it wants revenge you know like i, I could come back on me like yeah so you thought you tried to kill me huh motherfucker well guess what and then i'll just wake up with him on my face like fucking <laughs> we ate him <laughs> yeah like a whole crew of lizards and yes shit. Oh, lizard gang like they go get the lizard from the the Spider Man movie and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, this nigga tried to kill me, dog. He's like, what? The, where is he? Tried to kill you? <laughs> bring, bring, bring out the chemistry set. We're gonna turn him to a lizard. Yeah, I had to, I had to get rid of. I had to find his ass before he could get back to the sewer layer <laughs> and inform the real lizard what the fuck was going on, man. So I'm stressing out, right? And I could not find this motherfucker. I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm, now I stink. Like I'm fucking. Like, <laughs> it's like I just worked out and shit. And uh, like, and and I'm doing that thing while I'm sweating. And people that wear glasses know this: where you sweat, and then the sweat drips onto your glasses because you're like at an angle where you're like on the floor looking around and shit. Like oh, just God. you know, like so so that's adding to the fear. Cause like, what was that? Was that something? No, that's sweat drop on my glasses. Okay. <laughs> wipe my glasses Hi- off again. Hyper hypersense of hearing. Yeah. So um, and then I, I had this moment. I had this epiphany, man, where I just reached this moment of zen, and it was weird. 
and it's gonna sound weird to everybody um and i i don't know but it worked right so um basically what i did was um first thing i did was what i always do in an emergency situation in my house i googled uh <laughs> what to uh do about a lizard in your house oh, God. and i think uh, one Who of the results friends, people the first thing i put was does bug spray kill lizards and when you put this bug spray kill, uh, a lot of shit comes up, by the oh way. Ah, have have so, yourself some fun, kids. Yes, a lot of people. <laughs> I know that joke that you write about, you use bug spray for everything, but bug spray like that tussing, it, it kills everything. Yeah, like and then like bug spray for, it was like, does bug spray kill spiders? And I was like, okay, a dumbass had to write that one. Cause like, of course it kills spiders. Like, what do you, like, what do you, it's like, well, you know, ter- technically a spider's an arachnid, so it's not really Shit, a, it's a bug to right? Me. It's like, no, nigga, nah, it kills all, that. I, 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 I don't discriminate. You all in the bug family. If you yeah. crawl, you in the bug family. So, um, you know, I, I look, I got to those bug spray kill lizards. And first thing I saw was like a message board post. Was someone asked that, and then people started talking shit to him. I don't know if it's on oh. Peter or something. I don't know. Oh. But it was like, it's like, how about you take the bug spray, turn it around, shoot in your face, and die, motherfuckers? Like, really? Oh, God. Are we riding for lizards in our house now? Really? Oh, my God. Like, ah, uh, I'll get on that in a second. But anyway, so I, I looked it up, and people were like, "Well, it'll kill them, but it takes longer than a bug." And a lot of times, lizards have this bad habit of crawling off and dying in some place where you can't fucking find them, but they smell like shit in your entire house. It's like, fuck, I'm thinking my house is going to smell like shit now. Because I hit it pretty good twice, you know. Um, and so I, I, this is my, my epiphany, my moment is in. I realized there was nothing I could do about it right now. And just like a watch pot, it wouldn't boil unless I fucking tried, you know, as long as I kept watching it. So I put on my Xbox and I vegged out to some Castlevania Lords of Shadow for like 20 minutes. And I, did, I got to a state where I wasn't even thinking about that fucking lizard. Like I was done. I was like, and what will be will be. I was even thinking in my mind, if I wake up with the lizard on my face, fine. Touche, lizard. <laughs> you win. Yeah, I'm glad you because I don't work up with that fucking lizard on my face. We had issues. I also was not going to tell Karen about it. I was just like, I'm not even going to tell Karen. She'll be freaking the fuck yes. out. And like, then I wouldn't have been able to go to sleep. And so I was sitting there. I forgot all about the lizard. I got to a tough part of my game. I was all into it and shit, trying to figure out this level. And um, I, I I beat the level. And I, I was about to hit the button to go to the next level. I turned around. And what do I see? The little lizard chilling right underneath a chair about five feet away from me. And... uh the lizard was now freaking out like it looked way crackier than before now i don't know i don't know if i hit it twice yeah i don't know if it was the bug spray or he just was like fucking like something trying to kill me the fuck is going on it's tweaking yeah he's like trying to like lick his tail and shit it was weird so um finally uh, burning so i see him and i get my uh i get my stick again and i get me get my bug spray i'm like i'm gonna get this motherfucker and I was like, uh, so I sprayed it with the bug spray and it flipped over onto his back and like stopped like crawling and just like kind of standing still like it was trying to rub it out into the carpet or whatever. Oh my God. So while it was doing this, I sprayed it again because I was like, fuck that, son. <laughs> ah, Come to my fucking house. It on both sides. It's not a fucking game, dog. So um, I went and got the um, thing that we use to flip meat, like the um, tongs. Spatula? 
No, not 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 stat- spatula, but like the tongs where you can like oh, kind of grab. I found it. out what said they're throwing them shits out. The ones in the sink, the t- those ones. Oh, um, okay, well, buying some new ones. Okay, <laughs> all right. Flipping um, lizards with them, think I'm turning my meat with that bullshit. <laughs> you can wash it. All right, fine. Okay, whatever. Throw it out. I don't give a fuck. So, um, I I, I just wanted something where I didn't have to touch this little motherfucker. So, um. I used the, the the tongs while it was like you know writhing on the ground to mm-hmm. grab it, and then I uh, threw it outside uh, outside the door. And I've never felt more like a man in my <laughs> life. <laughs> but I'm the smartest man alive. You want to beat your chest? Yeah. Oh God. And um, so I threw it out, and it kind of scurried away or something. But later on, we went out at, that night, and um, it was just chilling in a corner like uh not moving and it was at nighttime and you never see them at night so i'm assuming that uh that motherfucker is dead over there in that corner now he better be dead so but yeah i fucked that and lizard they up quick too they real quick right and um i'm not blaming the lizard okay a lot of people probably would say oh it's the you know lizard coming to your house violating i mean he gets some blame that's why he's dead now yeah that's right but you know who i really blame who who shirley at com. <laughs> Her agenda of appeasing vermin has gone too far, and now they feel comfortable just running up in niggas' houses and chilling and shit. He wasn't even trying to fucking hide, dog. He was in broad daylight like, yeah, what's up, dog? What you gonna watch next on the TV? They must have got her memo. Yeah. You don't speak for all of them, Shirley. You don't speak for all of them. Is that the Ray Redemption? I want to get that. And you know why? It's because... People keep thinking you're supposed to have a fucking circle of life in your house and shit as long Whoa, as it's harmless. Fuck that. It's like, no, it's just a it's just a centipede. I mean, they actually kill other bugs. Right. And then who kills them? Because I don't think you understand. My goal isn't to move up to lizard. It's like when the mafia will chase out gangs. Right. Exactly. You Explain. still have guns. You still have crawling things in your house. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, your ha- your your store is now under protection from this gang instead of that gang. It's like, well, that that's not helping. Like, just, I don't want any of the gangs taking my money at all. Out of my out of my register. To keep my money. It's like, nah, we the good gang though. We 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 won't burn your shit down. I'm like, no, fuck them. Oh, we might shoot you. Bro. I have bug spray and it's taking down. care of everything and. I don't get, like, I don't, maybe Shirley thinks that it's like the Geico lizard and it's gonna come in and talk and have a nice accent oh, and, goodness. and good British oh, no, manners. Oh no, start talking, I might shoot it. No, it's, it's bad enough you're crawling around, but you, we start having a, a conversation. You be like, hey, yo, Karen, what's up? We're gonna have some issues. Yeah, you'll never see me in a Geico commercial because it'll just be like, cheerio, chap. I just came to talk to, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I start oh, throwing God. shit at it if I ain't got no bugs. What about your insurance, mate? Get the fuck out of my house. About my insurance or you, <laughs> you filthy motherfucker. Um. So yeah, I, I, I yeah, I blame I blame her, man. Like she probably would have kept it and named it like Lucky or some shit and let it. Yeah, her and the kids would have yeah. named it. Yeah, Lucky yeah. the lizard and would have been going around spreading disease about the house yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. And Clove would have been like, oh, okay, Shirley, you and the kids can keep the keep the yeah. lizard. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. from Canada. I don't blame Clove. He's. <laughs> He's from Canada. He's in love and stuff. But Shirley, there's no excuse. You're still a black woman. No excuse. I expect more from you. Uh, that should be on your list of 30 things a black woman should know by the time she's 30. Ah! You to do not keep bug, fucking vermins in your house. No. Uh, that's, that's ridiculous. And you know what's funny? Like, they have a cat. Uh, oh, boy. It was from an old episode, so mm-hmm. I hope it's still... Uh, well, Alive. at some point, they had a cat... 
and those things terrorize their prey. They'll like play with mm-hmm. it and like slice it up, but not have it be dead. And right. it's like you're trying to be humane. That's the gas chamber, basically. Yeah. Also, if you, you know, have a cat, no judging me, motherfucker. You have a cat. It's a fucking rodent killing motherfucker. That's what you have it for. They and, torture, right? And you get on me. You sprayed it with bug spray. I just let them live. No, you don't. Your fucking cat comes in and does the dirty work for you. It's like the <laughs> army or some shit where you get to be distant <laughs> from it and orders. pretend that it didn't happen. But meanwhile, taxes keep going up because we got to pay for these fucking wars. That's what the fucking cat is. Is you see that motherfucker eating lizards and shit and you just pretend it didn't happen. But meanwhile, I spray it and you go, Roger, you're a terrible person. No, the fuck I'm not. Lizards are terrible people. They don't pay rent and they gonna get to live in my fucking house. Bye. The end. Oh boy. Fuck lizards, man. <laughs> yes. That took a turn at the end. <laughs> Sorry. It got, I know it got kind of dark there, didn't it? He was trying yeah, to. Did it? He was trying to chill, man. That shit's not cool, man. Lizard, my house, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, before you go on, I want to do another uh, random thought. Go ahead. Um, I want to talk about me, Layla, and the homeless man on Friday. Oh yeah, homeless people. Good grief. And the only reason why I brought this up, because I got reminded of it yesterday. And what had happened was that it was it had rained, right? And I was like, I'm going to go pick up Layla before it rained. So I get up there. The lady took forever. And I was like, shit, it started raining. I didn't have an umbrella. The umbrella was in the car because I thought I could could do everything before it started raining. Mm. So first of all, me and Layla was already wet because we had to run through the pouring rain to get in the car. To, to, so this is at her school? Yeah, at her school. So both of us are wet. It was fun though. It was fun. Not trying to be funny. I didn't expect to get wet, but once I got wet, I was like, fuck it, I'm wet. Yeah. So uh we were talking, having fun, having a good time. So we got up to the lot above the house and we was looking in it and you know how you have hills made out of like a red mud. And yeah. the red mud with the water uh, trickled down, um, was, was trickling down, and you have, like, this water-ready, muddy crap just kind of on the sidewalk and on the street. Mm-hmm. So it's this man standing there, and I didn't see him. Layla seen him. I, I, I keep all my doors locked for this reason. So Layla seen him, and she was like, uh, why is he standing over there? I was like, oh, he's standing. He's waiting on the bus. So we both said, I said, he's waiting on the bus stop. She, he was sweating on the front of his shirt. She was like, well, he's sweating. Talking about he might be hot. I said, yeah, he might be hot. So I was looking over there, and Layla was looking over there. The light was uh, red. Mm. So all of a sudden, I guess he uh, Layla must have caught his eye, or, or he started watching oh, Layla. No. So he oh, starts no. walking towards the vehicle. Oh, shit. And oh, when man. he started walking towards the vehicle, I looked at I I because I, I didn't want to make Layla panic, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I looked. I looked at him, and I gave her that. Like, I gave that, nigga, if you roll over here, it was a white dude, but I still call him nigga. Right. You roll over here, I will hit your fucking ass with this car. I got my niece in this car. You are not having access to this car. So he seen the expression on my face, and he started, like, backing away from the car and walked away. Mm-hmm. And I was wow. like, oh, okay. Like, 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 okay, you know, then my heart rate went down, you know, because my heart rate started jumping up because I started kind of looking around to see if I could pull off or pull away, but I couldn't because traffic was still coming. But I was like, and this is all in the rain. 
all it was raining all in the rain all wow. all at all at the intersection and like that means he really was trying to get it lately if he ran out into the rain yes yes he started coming he started coming towards the car and my thing is that the way we are Layla sits on the opposite side of me in the passenger seat so i can turn around and see her it's easier to watch her than when she's directly behind me because i can't always see her right and so like i say she was closer to him than i was so that like if i'd have been on that side it'd have been another story but because she was closer to him than i was it really started to make me panic and i had really started to rev that car go okay fuck it i'm gonna cross the wreck out here if you come any closer to me and have to just deal with the consequences or whatever happened if you roll up on my niece nigga Right. She ain't my child, but she just like mine. I will fuck you up. Yeah, good grief, man. That's scary. You know, that's like that time that homeless dude tried to sell me a knife. Um, oh, and to me and my little brother God. when I was like fourteen and my brother was like ten. It's like, nigga, first of all, we don't got no fucking money. Second of all, um, this seems very close to a robbery, and we're gonna just keep mm-hmm. running. Like I, I actually uh, Cuban bead that shit um, at fourteen and pretended that. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I just kept walking. We just never stopped walking. And it's like, you know, you're with a 10-year-old, my little brother. And my little brother's kind of like, what, what what, about that knife? That's pretty. I'm like, nigga, no. get, hurry <laughs> up. Yes, he don't understand the concept. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Yes. We're going to end up getting stabbed fucking with this homeless dude. Yes, like, and that's the thing. He's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to sell the knife. I was like, what the fuck is a 14-year-old going to do with a fucking boy knife? I'm 14, sir. I shouldn't even have a knife. <laughs> yes. yes. And that's the thing oh when you're God. dealing with people younger than you. And like I said, I kept my cool because, like I said, last thing I want her to do was start screaming and panicking yeah. and shit in the back seat and making a scene, which would have made it worse because it stressed her out. So I was like, you know what? And, you know, that was one time I don't have taser, but that's one time I said, man, if I had taser, I'd have tased mm-hmm. the shit out of you mm-hmm. right there on the sidewalk and kept it pushing. Yeah. Um. All right. So another random thought. Uh. If I was a chick, I would date Chris Brown and frame him for beating me. Uh, one, you can get famous real easy because I don't think Rihanna's that that talented, to be quite honest. And I think she's written this uh, abuse thing out for quite some time. And she's now more famous than she ever would have been before. Um, and part of it is because of this terrible scandal. Like, she turned the worst something terrible into something good. And uh, part of the reason people are infatuated with Chris Brown, I don't think they'll admit it, is because he has that domestic violence history and he'll never admit to it. And I think people are constantly checking in on them subconsciously to see when one of them is going to be like, this is what the fuck happened and I'm sorry or I'm going to acknowledge what I did. And he won't. Right. Um, So I would bring him to justice if I I was a chick. Um, I would go out on a date with him and then. The next day, I would just start doing interviews on, like, the daytime talk circuit with, like, a black eye. Now, I wouldn't file a police report because, at that point, I'm breaking the law, right? Because mm-hmm. the second that, I'm actually say, that I actually say he beat me or did anything to me, um, I would actually, uh, like, become, like, legally obligated to prove that shit. Mm-hmm. And, it, and since, I'm, since it's a lie, I don't want to go to prison. So, I ah. would just paint my eye black and, like... Take pictures and shit and like send it on Twitter and I would ne- I wouldn't actually accuse him. I'd just be like, Well, went on a date with Chris Brown last night, so this happened. And people were like, What the what did he do that to you? And I would never say that he did or didn't. Like I'd be on the view. Huh. I will, and, I will, I'm not gonna confirm nor deny the allegations. Not not even like here. that. Not even like that. See, cause I thought about that and that's too like like that's too uh too much up front like right i would use like people's 
uh idea of like women against them right uh-huh. so like every time that they started asking me i just start crying and shit and act like i was too broken up to answer and then they just had to go ah. commercial and shit you know and, and I, I never you just as long as i never say he did it you know or i just be like chris why don't you just tell the truth and then i just stop like i wouldn't even be like they're like so he did do this i'm like Mm-mm. buy my album my album comes out january 4th uh it'll be out uh worldwide it's a worldwide release and then whenever they bring up chris Brown, i just start crying again uh because you know i he needs to pay that's so that's my that's my theory you guys have an interesting relationship with women who have been <laughs> mm-hmm. somebody needs to get justice right oh whoa, whoa, whoa. i okay wait i'm confused mm-hmm. so is this a ploy to get famous or is it like a he hasn't suffered enough so let me add yeah it's both like i'm gonna oh, if, like one <laughs> Cause look, I, there's no reason not to get the money. Rihanna is not that talented, honestly. There's no if she can get the money, everyone should be able to get some money off of this shit. But then, secondly, this motherfucker does he need to still be having this shit brought up? Like he would just let this shit slide, like this shit didn't happen. This like literally, they will cover Chris Brown and it'll never come up. And I'm like, no, dog, how are we just skipping over this shit that he never acknowledged or apologized about mm-hmm. or anything, like. He already back in America's good graces. God damn, nobody gives a fuck about women. Like, nope, ridiculous. So yeah, nope. I would, may, I would, I would stir some more controversy, and I would get paid. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to put it out there. There's a British show on Masterpiece Theater called Place of Execution. Oh man, see that? Now don't see it because I kind of gave away a spoiler. Never mind. Wait, Master P has a theater? <laughs> wow and i didn't That's, see this shit on netflix i, I blame ty diamond i didn't know that no limit was getting this kind of money oh, oh masterpiece theater i will definitely see that i've seen about i'm about it me uh, several times so and it's terrible oh, yeah i got the hookup sounds just as terrible as the name one of yes. the classics so masterpiece theater uh yeah thank you for the plug yeah. uh we'll check it out um <laughs> the other thing i was thinking too about chris brown he can never have a girlfriend that like gets hurt in his mm-hmm. presence or any like even if it's not him right mm-hmm. like i bet his mansion has no stairs or no doorknobs <gasps> oh my god like there's nothing that like if someone twists their ankle in his house it's like mm-hmm. what happened here Is i twist my ankle we were, we were horsing around i i just like fell you think his twist. house is covered in bubble wrap is that what happened it's, it's child proof right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, like, it's hit woman proof like his pillows tied to everything and shit like there's no like honestly if a woman gets scratched around chris brown it's his fault like i think there, ah! were, there was like a fight they had in a club and like he just happened to be there or some shit like i don't think he was actually swinging at people but yeah like hit with a bottle or some shit mm-hmm. Like, I remember reading that going like, hmm, so were any women injured in the fight, Chris? Would you like to talk about it? No? Okay. Like, one woman accused them of injuring her, and I was like, I bet it was Chris Brown. And it wasn't. She wasn't even accusing him. She was just suing him because he had the money, but it didn't matter to me. That's right. I was like, he did that shit. All right. And the last random thought for me is, um, I think I have a real friend at work now. It's official. Uh A real friend? Yeah, I never friend people at work, but I think it's official that me and this girl are friends. 
uh we were talking one day and um i don't know if you guys know the story about the red bull but uh back when i used to work with my boy pat uh he would club every fucking night from like tuesday to friday and is, is this college come this, to work this is how they used to do it at my at college no this is uh this a is work man. this is a 40 hour a week job wow and this is what pat would do like pat would be out till fucking two three in the morning every night how can you function coming to work right so we and you know me i'm just a night owl anyway but we used to have this thing we did um and i don't know if other people if this would work for you guys but it worked for me we bring in one red bull right mm-hmm. and um between both of us we have one red bull and basically the whole point is you can't drink the red bull or if you do the other guy just like kind of talk shit about you so like no matter how tired you get like you you never fall asleep at your desk you never like you 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 always have like the other guy to kind of motivate you like hey man look kind of thirsty oh god need to get you that red bull hmm you want to take a sip he's like nah man i'm good shit i'm gonna make it it's like that i don't know maybe i don't know if women do that but it's definitely something for men it's like i'm i'm not no bitch man i don't need no fucking red bull i'm gonna get back to work and like slap yourself in the mirror in the bathroom put water on your face and come back out there sometimes it get rough at work i ain't gonna lie yeah so you know that was our thing we never drank the red bull right so i everywhere i worked since then i don't work with pat anymore i brought the red bull in like I always have one Red Bull, and it's the thing that reminds me. Like, no matter how tired I am, I'm, I'm not cracking that fucking Red Bull open. I'm going to find a way Should to, be a heart attack. No to stay awake. Not because not of that. That's not why. But just, it's just like a mental thing. Like, I ain't no bitch. I'm just fucking. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man up this tiredness. Yeah, you can do everything mm. short of the Red Bull. Everything short of it, right? Like. If you want to go drink a soda, you can do that. If you want to drink some coffee, you can do that. You want candy, whatever. Yeah, you can do anything but the Red Bull. And it's how I stay alert at work, right? So I told my my, my coworker about this, my new coworker. And um, now I forgot that the Red Bull I have in my desk, I took the label off of. So it just looked like a brown, like a, a, you know, a small container of, of like yellowish fluid. Right. Oh God. So um, I told her about the Red Bull because she was like, "I'm so tired. I stayed up so late." And I was like, "Yeah, me too." Um, and she's responsible, so she stays up like her late is like I stayed up till eleven. Oh my God, my late is like yeah, I stayed up to two thirty. Jesus. Okay. Eleven is late for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm past twelve o'clock. I'm raising the roof. What I have a creative brain. I have a creative brain, and it's harder for me to fall asleep. Not Sorry, here we go. Not me. My shit shut down. They'd be like, "All right, time to go to bed." Yeah. I don't expect most people to understand. Um, I'm definitely in the one percent of brains. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a different set of 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 you know issues that we have to deal with on this level than uh, the average person. Uh, I think a lot of creative people know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I listened to uh, Adam Carolla and um, Seth MacFarlane on a, a podcast, and um, like I'm, I'm like I'm, I know y'all, I'm, like it's funny, but I'm, I'm really not joking. Like I listened to them talk about this shit, and it sounded like they were talking about my fucking life when they were talking about uh, falling asleep, turning your brain off, shit where you can just chill, like learning to chill and disengage and not always be thinking of something. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I found a home. These, I want to hug them uh, because I go through that a lot. And it makes so much sense now because, uh, you know, I that is my brain. Like, I, you know, some people can just kind of turn on the TV and fall asleep. I can't do that. Like, I turn on the TV uh, and my brain will never stop working. I'm like, well, why the fuck did Optimus Prime have uh, that gun? 
Like, you shouldn't have had that gun. He should have just had, I mean, he had an electric axe. He never uses it any other time but to fight Megatron. Like, that's my brain at 2.30 in the fucking morning, right? Um, so, so I, you know, I, I think that's part of it. But, um, so, so I, I, we had this Red Bull or whatever, getting back to the topic. And, um, so she's talking about being, you know, tired or whatever. And I was like, well, maybe you need to have this Red Bull because now it's our thing, you know? Like, why don't you have this red? I don't call her a little bitch, though. Like, Pat, like, you know. <laughs> Good call. Right. Good call. It's like, well, you're going to punk out. Why don't you have a Red Bull? They'll, they'll help you or whatever. And so, um, she, you know, she went to the bathroom, which she has to walk by my cube. And so when she walked back by the other way, I put the Red Bull on top of my cubicle wall and just left uh-huh. it there. Like, you know, because it's kind of the joke is like, yeah. you know, the subtle passive aggressive suggesting that you need this because you can't take it. Um. <laughs> So I put it up there, and then she, like, paused for a second, and she grabbed it and kept walking, right? And mm-hmm. so she was talking to me later through IM, and she was instant messages. She was like, I, I thought, at first I thought that was a bottle of urine. I was like, oh. on so many levels, is that wrong? Hey. Like, one, who the <laughs> fuck has a bottle of urine at their desk, right? Like, I, there's no, okay. like, do you think I'm a crazy person? Because, like. That like only like the the craziest of crazy people have I ever read about storing their urine for and whatever reason. And see, Roger, you've always said no matter where you go, a lot of times women take it to a different another level. Yeah, women are way dirtier than men. Not uh, yes, they are. I don't know why that, people that shit don't would never cross a man. Like that was actually like the second thing I was thinking was like, man, women are fucking disgusting. Like seriously. <laughs> Yes, like women, I don't know how men get, get the rap, but nah, all the like every nasty thing I've ever seen in porn, I'm like a woman thought of that first, of course. and now this guy likes that shit, and that's oh what he's God. doing. Yes, it's like oh yeah, it's, women get lick down. my taint. It's like mm-hmm. no way a dude thought of that first. Some chick thought of, like you know what would probably be good is if I lick your taint. He was like what? No, that's terrible. Oh my God, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yes. oh, gosh. I have to have this every time now, but um. Yeah, so so I was thinking like you know so that was number one was like, do you think I'm that fucking insane like that and that not just that I keep it at my desk but I would give it to someone, like check out my pee, (laughs) (laughs) for you pretty good batch this week you know like no so then the second thing was yeah women are way more disgusting than men there's no dude that would have ever thought that um (laughs) plus it still had the red bull cap on it so it's like but then the third thing was like actually the most uh enduring most powerful thing which is she still picked it up and i think that means we're friends or she's insane so i'm gonna go with with friends I'm gonna go with friends. I, Maybe I don't, she needed it to pass a test, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I was like, you, you look high today, and uh, <laughs> word on the street is random drug tests are coming, so mm-hmm. you might want to get on this. But uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I, I think we're friends now because I would never touch anyone's pee ever, or even if I thought there was a one percent chance. That something was pee, I wouldn't touch it, right? I don't even like to touch my own pee when they tell you to go in there and pee for them tests. Right. Like if so, like if literally if I walked to your desk and there was a cup of apple juice on your desk. <laughs> I, apple I juice does like pee I would not touch that. Like I would be like, What are you drinking there? And you'd be like, Apple juice. I'm like, I'll take your word for it. That's cool. I need to see the Jeez. bottle it came in. So yeah, we're definitely friends and um unless you guys have touched somebody's pee bottle, I don't think you can judge us. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Can I can I do one more? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
Well, I, yeah, I got a few more, but I'm going to do uh, one, maybe two more. Uh, my thing is this, and I know I break all these rules. Whenever I go to the Y, I, and, and, and if I roll around that little parking lot and they all, all the parking lots full, I always park in the pregnancy parking lot. Yeah. Parking Excuse space. me? Yeah. What is it? Whoa, whoa. Ex- what? What? Oh, yeah. we're we out with the white folks. Really high class uh, yeah. establishments such as the ones Karen and I frequent will quite often have parking spots reserved for women that are uh pregnant or uh, or or have small children mm-hmm. and so karen will who karen who's not pregnant mm-hmm. and never plans on having kids mm-hmm. will park in the pregnant spot yep they don't know that yeah and no one can who can call you on it honestly uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and i guess and, and my thing is, is it's not like it's the official handicap spot you know those hey they get fined they can tell you and shit like right. that this is some shit that y'all made up out of courtesy yeah, you're just an asshole. Like at minimum. Like the mo like you're not breaking the law. Mm-hmm. You're not like stopping anybody. Like you're just being an asshole at at the most. And uh if you can live with that, who gives a fuck? I sure can. And uh that's that's the miscalculation that these places make all the time with these parking spaces like oh, for people that want fifteen minutes or less parking, uh for uh, you know, to to come in and pick their order up to go. I'm like, no, I'm parking there, and you miscalculated because I'm a douchebag, and I don't give a fuck no. about the people picking up their orders to go. And and, and, you, and you don't enforce it, and y'all not looking out here. Why? Because you're busy inside fucking working. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. sure do. Like, I parked there like a boss. I see people rolling past. I was like, shit, I ain't rolling past that space. Parking. My class started in five minutes. I'm not parking ten minutes yeah. away. The only reason I don't park there is because I'm a dude, and that's someone to call me on it. That's it. I've seen dudes park there before. Damn. That's gangster. I ain't that gangster. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, I can get, I might get away with this." I think if I, did, I think if I did park there and I was a dude, I would waddle in like a pregnant woman. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> what is the matter with you? Yeah, like, you know what you, you could do is like just bring in a grab a car seat or something. Yeah, get a wig maybe. Okay. No, no, I was going in a different direction. Maternity, maternity dress. It's, it's supposed to be for people with small children, too. That's what I was going for. Well, I would just go with, yeah. uh, I'm a full-out woman. And anyone that challenges me, I'd be like, so wait. You trying to say that a man can't get pregnant? Sir, I have every right that's the same as a woman. And I can do anything that a woman can do just like they can do anything. I don't see gender. Okay. I know you don't. So when you see a space for only women, I see a parking space. And that's it. You are the one who should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, ma'am, um, do you have cancer? You know, all your hair is gone. <laughs> oh God. Right. I'll just be like, Yeah, I see a I see a parking like I'll do the same thing with handicapped spaces too. I'll be like, I think they are handy capable of walking just as far as I can. No, I don't do the handicap. And I'm going to park here. I I I, I don't do that. If I was going to do it, be handicapped. No, because handicapped that's where they get you, tow you off, and smack a hundred dollar fine. Right. So no, thank you. No, I'm just saying, if I got caught doing that, that's what I would say. Uh, you gotta have a you gotta have an excuse. You can't. I hopefully these people aren't taking these spaces with no excuse. But you oh, gotta have dude. something that you're gonna say, cause you are a fucking douchebag, man. Pretty like, you, you gotta address this shit. You need a plan. Gosh. You can't just, I take it from a pregnant woman. What? Fuck it. Sue me. I'm out. <laughs> you gotta have something, man. I, I don't see gender. I'm way above. I'm too advanced. You're too advanced mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too With your big creative brain. Right. Yes. Still stuck in those 1800 gender roles, sir. Exactly. I'll have you Keep know your the rules off my body. 
Right. Have you, you know that pregnant me. women are capable of feats that are more amazing than any man? <laughs> That's right. We are waddle, all created waddle, waddle. equal. Mary had a baby in a manger, sir. A manger, I say. First letters are M A N. Right. Right. Tell me if it, mm-hmm. tell me it starts with it. Okay. Am I right, girls? Men. Can't live I say, with them. I say, I say, you're right. And my, my last one, and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. I want to do um, one about my exercising class. Have y'all ever been to exercising class or to the gym, and you seen somebody working out so hard, and they were so uncoordinated and, like, flinging their arms and flailing that you thought they were going to literally hurt themselves? Uh, No, I haven't. I yeah, seen the, I seen a lady like that in my step class, and she was on beat and everything, but her arms were flooded in all kind of directions. Her feet was going all types of ways, and I wanted to tap her on the shoulder and say, "Baby, is you okay? You gonna hurt yourself?" Because she, it, it was just scaring me because she was just on all types of directions and all types of things. I was like, and she had a Holy Ghost type thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like that type of shit? Is, is that what no, she was doing? Not, not like that, but she was exercising. She was uh. so aggressive with her movements and so. Um, out of control with her movements that I was like, okay, well, she's well, going to hurt right. herself or somebody else. Fuck that lady. There's, I know you've noticed this, dude, because I have. When I see the Zumba class, mm-hmm. hey, man, what is up with the Asian dude that is really, like, out of control, fitting these stereotypes? Yes! The, the, this motherfucker. The, the one com- with the glasses. He comes in. He has... Uh, I'm going to take a picture of this dude. Yes, I know but exactly he, what you're talking about. He has on, like, three headbands yes. and, like, all types of body, like, wrap. Oh, and, he, and he karate chops but then, the um, But then he also has, like, weapons and shit. Like, yes, he does. Like, he'll have, like, a bow staff and yes. shit. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck a bow staff got to do with Zumba? And, like, he'll be practicing karate moves and shit in the corner during Zumba. It's it's insane. And just seeing that shit, I'm always like, uh, yeah, dog, uh, I'm watching you. I've seen that before, and he'll be, like, karate chopping and kicking and flutter, like, prior to the class. Like, he comes early, too. So he's, like, in the middle of the floor doing this shit before everybody comes in. Dog, and he's not, like, because I know in your mind right now, everybody's kind of thinking of, like, the Asian stereotypical like Jet Li type. No, yep. this dude yep. is like overweight computer programmer type Ooh. looking dude. Like he is like the like he is uh like the, the the Asian dude from The Hangover, but with like fifty pounds on him. Yes, and like not the best shaved up beard, and it's insane. So like watching him like flip the fuck out every class and like do his karate moves that aren't at all about zumba at all um and no one's gonna come over and say anything i'm not of course Mm -hmm. not like my job was to kick dudes out the gym not that dude nope oh no because because he actually participates in the class so yeah well he does come kung fu while y'all do the shit i don't know (laughs) yes he does but i don't know that that's participating he's doing kung fu to techno music and shit i'm i've seen the matrix i'll take your word for it uh you good (laughs) But yeah, that I called an officer if I, if I had a problem with him. But I don't. The officer ain't going over there either, man. Like that dude could be a he could be hell on that damn bow staff. I don't know. All right, we wait, to, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go ahead. That's it with the homeless. Oh no, no, we have articles and shit about homeless people. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I have stuff. Yeah, we're gonna shit on these homeless people. They need okay, to know good. where that's, they stand. That's what we do. And Literally, because you couldn't be able to tell. Yeah, all right, gotta put them back in a place. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, all right, man. Um, it's time for guess the race and other random articles and stuff. And we have a lot, so let's get to it. Um, obviously, guess the race is a game that we play. Um, the, the blackout tips where we play different articles and read them and stuff. And you guys basically guess the race of the people involved. Yes, yes. Um, let's start with the first one. Uh, because homeless people are assholes. I thought this one would be a good article. And now to that $337 million Powerball lottery, one of the largest prizes ever. The golden ticket was sold to one lucky winner at a gas station in Lapeer, Michigan. And that is where we find ABC's John Schriffen this morning. Good morning, John. Amy, good morning. One person here in Michigan is waking up a very happy person. That's because the winning lottery jackpot ticket was sold right here at the Sunoco gas station behind me. As you said, in Lapeer, Michigan. For people not familiar, it's about 15 minutes away from Flint. Now, I went inside, talked to the store clerk. He said at this point, they don't know the identity of the person who won and say they won't know until that person actually comes forward with that winning ticket. Now, if you at home are wondering if you got a piece of this $337 million jackpot, well, get your tickets out, get out a pen and pad. I'm about to read off those numbers for you. Here we go. 6, 27, 46, 51, 56, and the winning Powerball number, 21. Now, the odds of winning that jackpot, one in $175 million. It was the seventh largest jackpot in history, third largest Powerball, and officials are confirming to us that eight people have matched five uh, numbers around the country. They are also millionaires this morning, Amy. And John, we teased the question earlier, why so many big jackpots recently? There is an answer. Well, that's right, Amy. Earlier at the beginning of this year, uh, Powerball decided to raise the price of the ticket from $1 to $2. So that means we're likely to see these big jackpots a lot more frequently. All right. Now, that is them talking about how much money it is. Emily Leach, who won a million-dollar jackpot in California last year, last January, says she's hoping to fight the state's lottery decision, stopping her from collecting a second jackpot of $260,000. So, already, you know, you don't have to feel too sorry for this lady because she's like a millionaire already. It don't matter. She won. She won. Right. The winnings that came from a ticket that Leach has famously claimed she accidentally gave away to a stranger in March. Oh, oh, she gave it away, but then, nah, I'm sorry. Right. No. Now, number one, um, I just think it's funny that she won the, the lottery and then kept playing the lottery. <laughs> that takes a special mm-hmm. type of douchebag to be like, I need to win again. A lot of people are like that. Uh, a lottery official informed her that we gave the check to the man in June. Uh, she asked her lawyer to explore her options. A California lottery spokesperson, uh, confirmed to ABC News that Leach would not receive the $260,000 jackpot. Mm-hmm. A decision reached after an extensive investigation. Uh, we feel very confident that the person who claimed the ticket is the rightful owner of the t- ticket and is not Emily Leach. Hmm. So why am I reading this? Hmm. Well, apparently she says she accidentally gave the ticket to a homeless man. Accidentally. Okay. Right now, she's 31 years old. She's living with her mother in Reno, Nevada. After being kicked out of her California loan uh, home, uh, her landlord evicted her at, after deciding that he could charge a higher rent to new tenants. Oh, jeez. So even with a million dollars, it wasn't enough in Cali. Oh, no. It's expensive. <laughs> I live out there. So right now, she's trying to hold on to every penny, she says. Um... And she has to stay thrifty because of her ailing health. 
so she's she's sick uh she used part of her winnings in january to pay off her three hundred thousand dollars in medical bills after she ruptured her spleen and had a life-threatening bout with pancreatitis pancreatitis a couple years earlier so yeah she i guess she got the money but she was three hundred thousand dollars in the hole uh from medical expensive uh expenses um she was put on unpaid leave from her job after her first lot of win because coworkers complained that there were threats made against her after her win and they made for and it made for an unsafe work environment. So like she couldn't keep her. working because people were like talking about I guess kidnapping her or something like that for the money. <gasps> so it's like oh, we don't want you here. <laughs> Cuz people are what so What kind nice. of work is this? Also, so other people not her coworkers but other people were talking about kidnapping her. It was at it was a at the VA Paulo Alto Paulo Healthcare System. Like that's what it says. And, oh my God. and my thing is that if you do win a lottery, you don't have to go public. Like, mm-hmm. so she went public. Of course, people gonna know your name. If yeah, you go public with it. Well, she made headlines when she uh, when she had the the lotto ticket dispute in March after she said she was accidentally she accidentally gave a winning scratch off ticket to a man who was begging for her help at the Mount View Calif convenience store. Uh, she alleged that the man pressured her and took advantage of her. <laughs> what? So he was just being an asshole. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Give me well, that. it paid off, literally. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He was the asshole his way into a million dollar ticket. He's a paid asshole. Uh, she claims that she meant to just give him money, but instead gave him cash and a lottery ticket. Uh, the winning lottery ticket she later learned while she was distracted by a phone call from her doctor. I will be the first to admit I got flustered. I shouldn't have been doing so many things at once. She told 2020 in March, but I was trying to help the guy. Uh, you helped him, all right. Yeah, and uh, the only thing I really want to say is um, don't see anything about this homeless dude reaching back to help her out. Interesting. Oh, no, she took mm-hmm. an L with that one. She's Yeah, she's, she's yeah. not getting that yeah. money. He could have gave her some money back. I mean, even if he didn't want to give her all that money. He could have gave her something to be like, look, dog, I understand that you fucked up and you didn't mean to. Now, I'm keeping this money, but uh, I know you're living with your mommy, going through some things. Here's, uh, say, $60,000 or some shit, right? Yeah, that homeless man was like, fuck you. I'm rich. I'm out. Yeah, good on him. I would have, too. Stupid bitch. She shouldn't know. <laughs> I have an issue with this. <laughs> she was, okay. First of all, you made the choice to give somebody anything. Full mm. stop uh losers are weepers okay mm. wait no how's it go loser uh losers Finders, weep. keepers losers weepers yeah. so she can go in and weep and he should keep every penny because well, how much would she give him she'd go back and be like hey who knows what kind of substance abuse issues or what kind of family situation no she doesn't care well she gave him some cash like when he was homeless well there you go and then did this, this she is said what- we're squared Right. Well, this is exactly why you never give homeless people anything, people. This is what I've been saying. Stop trying to help people and you never get hurt. It's the only way. You try to be kind to this homeless man. He came up and he was like, fuck you, dumb asshole. Ha ha ha, I'm rich. (laughs) Here's the $6 you gave me that day along with this winning lottery ticket. You can have it now, lady. Yeah, I got it. Uh, we even what an asshole what an asshole man at all not one bit he could have at least hit her i mean she got she living with her mama now (laughs) just so anyway guess the race of uh 
<laughs> See, now I feel bad. Emily Leach. Oh, no, no, don't feel bad. I don't, completely understand. First of all, this is a uh, show where you can offer your opinion yes. and you don't have we to feel judged. Freak, ma'am. So don't feel bad. We, we're going to say worse things than this quite soon. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Emily Leach, guest the race, chat room, and Amber P. Okay, so I have down my uh, my insults. And so just in case we don't get to this race again, I have to use it right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Crust in the corner of your eye colored pound puppy smelling not so wise cracker. Oh, good one. Good green. He's bringing the heat right away. Well thought out, Amber. Um, I've been practicing. I like the way you play. The uh, chat room is saying, uh, let's see here. Um, white like a fresh pair of Air Force Ones. Oh, they're going too fast. I can't keep up. I say, you might have to scroll up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheese a holic. One who follows the Grateful Dead to this day, Jerry's dead son, Jerry's dead. A fish concert attendee. Wow, I was just talking about this the other day. A thin lip, high credit score, Dockers wear. <laughs> and she's a white lady who took a Chad Johnson sized L. Um, wow. All right. Well, the correct answer is white. She was white. So everybody got that one right. Uh, let's check the next, uh, oh, this, I just thought this article was just ridiculous. Let me just play this. Can I give you another awesome reaction? I just heard reaction. Reaction. See that? This, this, uh, yeah, Karen. Mm -hmm. Check that out. Oh, my. Apparently, uh, what, that was like a, uh, a convention for like, um, I guess like, um, some sort of. I don't know, sexual convention. That's the, oh, here it is. It's the 17th annual South Florida Tattoo Expo and staffers from the Fort Lauderdale, oh, Florida based alternate, uh, alternate weekly New Times Broward Palm Beach newspaper came across a young lady who was very eager to show off a tattoo she got of her boyfriend's name. Right? That's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. She was a little too eager. When you consider that the tat was on her anus. That's right. She has a butthole tattoo. Okay. Okay. How was that even safe? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. and, and I have a question. Shit comes out your asshole. Why I would not want to be the one tattooing across it. Well, you got to do what you got to um, do, Karen. You know, they all can't be titty tattoos and ass cheeks. Sometimes you got to. How, how can you see it? Well, well, she turned around and showed it to everybody by spreading her cheeks in this video. I just put it in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Oh, what did what did do? Asshole tattoos, asshole tattoos, y'all. They back. Do you do you do you do you think it fades <laughs> away quicker due to the friction <laughs> from having anal sex? Do I what, Karen? Does it do they fade the color and the shit fade quicker if you have anal sex? I mean, cause how would I know that? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know, Karen. I. Uh, I don't know. Why would you want to get that? Can't nobody see the shit unless they see your asshole. I don't understand this. Well, she was uh, looking forward to showing everybody. So she definitely pulled out that asshole in front of a crowd of people to be like, check it out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there more to this? Well, she says that the rectum inking experience feels really, really good, but your results may vary. So that's all she said about it. That was it. I just saw that video. I was like, God damn. Oh, wow. I can tell that she, in other parts of her life, have me 
maybe not the made the best life choices. Mm, okay. I'm going to guess. Going out on a limb there, Amber. I hear you. A little, and, um, little couch psychoanalysis. I even seen it. So, I mean, we should we even do a guess the race? Oh, do we do we need it? Okay, sure. Guess no. the race. I feel like okay. that's a gimme. But uh <laughs> sure, guess guess the race on the lady with the butthole tattoo. <laughs> Wait, no, we can't do it. I'll put the link in the chat room. No, no, don't guess the race, guys. It's, it's oh, good. you put the link in the chat room. Yeah, I didn't that, know. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you already know the race, then that's just uh, racism. So, it's, oh, okay. it's, well, <laughs> it's only not guess the it's only guess the race if you don't know. Then you can say anything you want to. Well, I didn't see it, but I'm gonna okay. go a- ahead and assume that she is a, a is a white young lady. Yeah, you are correct. Um, uh, here's another video. Um, and this one, of course, still guess the race. Nah, I saw this earlier. New at 5, Denver police say this man is on the loose and dangerous. Joel Navarez, they believe he attacked a bride using brass knuckles and his dog on her wedding day. Only 7 News reporter Lindsay Sablon talked with the bride and a bride... On her wedding day. What? That sounds like something the Joker would do. Like the Batman, does, the Dark Knight it? Joker. Not <laughs> even like the the one from comic books and shit. Like, just, oh, I'm going to wait till a wedding day. I'm going to stick a dog on her. I'm going to get my brass knuckles. And where was her husband and shit? Like, nobody could stop this. All these people at a fucking wedding reception and people were just like, uh, whatever. I don't know. That was a little bit quick. Yeah. That lizard. Anyway. It was now worried the suspect may hurt someone else. Might hurt yeah, someone else. Brittany Cortez and the. Yeah. That He's still on the loose, y'all. He's still on the loose. Oh, jeez. Mm hmm. Suspect's sister told me they're afraid of him because he's unpredictable. Joel Navarez was last seen outside of this home when Cortez says he came looking for her during her wedding reception and told his dog to sick her. I didn't deserve this on my wedding day. How could you do this to me? Strong words for the man Brittany Cortez said did this to her. Wedding photo. Yeah, she's been bitten like on the shoulder and stuff. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in her wedding dress was showing the shoulder, so... Mm-hmm. The show Brittany and her new husband hours before she says Huel Navarez came to this home where she was having her wedding reception and unleashed a pit bull on her. The whole time Joe stood there and laughed. He punched me in the face and back of the head with brass knuckles. She has stitches on her back and shoulder and you can see where the dog latched on. Her husband Jorge also has bruises from the dog after he... Tr- okay, I was about to say, he gotta have something... Cause like if he would have just shown up <laughs> looking okay, <laughs> like what? <laughs> you just chilled, dude. He's like, I'm afraid of dogs. What can I say? You know? Yeah, this got to be an ex-boyfriend or something like that. Yeah. Can I just say, uh, stupid me? When they said uh, he used the dog to hurt her, mm-hmm. I thought he picked it up and threw it at her. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a lap dog. He just. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You just threw it at her face. Oh, the way our stories go, that wouldn't be surprising. And the dog was the one wearing the brass knuckles. That's what's so weird about this. I know, right? Oh, his oh, them paws. Yeah, he put them paws on him. Put them paws on him. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I invited him to the wedding almost because I was afraid if I didn't that he would do something worse. Well, that's a special type of crazy. Where it's like yeah. you have to invite him because if you don't, he will do something worse than if you did. What? Wow. Well, she invited him. She got a dog sick on him. Well, damn it, if she didn't invite him, what was she going to do? Right. What would he do if he didn't get the invitation? Massacre? He's like, I was. You Everybody's just, dying. You're lucky I didn't bring the shark next time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next time I'll unleash the lions on your ass. How yeah. you like oh that? God. You know, he was laughing, so I'm surprised they had no laughing hyenas. Yeah. She was a friend to Navarez and says he's jealous she's moving on with her life. His sister, Monica Navarez Coronado, supports the new bride and wants her brother arrested. And at night, I'm sleeping with my gun next to my nightstand. You know, because I am scared to s- just wake up and he's standing next to the bed. She says her brother is aggressive and has been in and out of mental hospitals the last two years. Oh, he just scares me. Period. Yep, that's what he's mental- not helping. That's <laughs> right. I was gonna say, is that kind of like guess the uh, <laughs> guess the, the race? But it's like for mental. It's like, oh no, not you. Why? Why don't they have the mental illness stories about them doing good shit? <laughs> like two babies were saved from a fire by a man with schizophrenia so they're not all bad okay people stop judging seven news confirming navarez was on probation for destruction of private property when this happened and has been arrested before for assaulting an officer i have nightmares that joel's gonna come back and get me i have nightmares that the dog is gonna come back and get me Denver police tell me they believe Navarez may have fled to Mexico, where his mother lives. On Facebook, it says that he's on his way to Chicago and then Boston. Animal control now. Wow. That's me. Amber, I know you've been talking about. Honey, be careful out there. I know you've been talking about trying to find the right guy and stuff and getting some (laughs) attention out there. And uh, looks like somebody's a fan. Someone's listening Uh, to the show. I know, because I talk about the time. He might have seen, you know, you know, sexy because he wants some sex because he's, right. he's 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 single now mm-hmm. and ah. mental illness because that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Like if he oh. if he shows up in a um, Star Wars t shirt, I think he's got something. <laughs> yeah. We got think we got some. Instead of thing like you know he's like ready. people know like one gay dude and they try to hook him up with the other one gay dude they know. Yeah. Do people do that for mental illness too, or is like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know a dude. He's a he's a bulimic. No, it's not Let's the same. Share some meds. Share some meds. <laughs> right. I know it's not <laughs> exactly the same, but uh, yeah, sexual anorexia. If you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> it's like, actually, no, I do know what that means, and I do not want to be a part of that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> has the dog i just got off the phone with them originally they thought it was a pit bull but they tell me it appears to be a pit bull mix that dog will be quarantined for 10 days its fate is unknown after that he left the dog there jesus oh, christ oh. what an asshole pick it up and take it with him. what a sick all right y'all i'm out <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole that dog could talk that dog would tell it on him i know i would all right well guess the race of mr navarez sometimes i feel like you're not even trying hey i can't help his name but uh you know Uh, for the record all these people could like i I actually hate to throw this out there because it'll fuck like some people's guesses up but you know people marry other people of other races and stuff sometimes and like have maiden name situations or you know stuff like that be a muggle right so it could be a lot of stuff now we're going by appearances and name so, Joel Navarez, guess the race. I think it's Joel, mm-hmm. uh, Miguel, uh, <laughs> San Juan, Consuela, Hispanic. Okay. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they think um, about. Uh, he's the mayor of the local Taquera. Okay. Um ah! Uh, let's see uh one who enjoys salsa dancing who has a lot of car accidents without car insurance 
he also floated from a spanish-speaking country on the u.s on a makeshift raft <laughs> Nicki minaj trini says chonilla Aww. one whose back is soggy and leaps borders in a single bound Aww. one who has a poster of scarface on his wall wait he's a rapper uh drives a ford uh-huh. f-150 sitting on 13s with the reverse nike sign on the rearview mirror and knows how to get it in and out of the country easily brother of a brazilian volleyball player a border nigger who works in the back of a golden panda oh my jesus uh-huh. i've never heard border nigger before that is new racism for me um <laughs> then again i guess you could throw nigger after everything and yes I mean, pretty, pretty much it's actually kind of lazy mr andre joseph do better uh, a machete machete's machete's nephew ah <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, too. I guess you got to see the movie to get that one. Yes, you do. Uh, burrito covered in tapita, tapatia sauce, and extra salsa and cheese eating wet back. First of all, that sounds ah! delicious. Yes, that does. But um, does, that, does that come with, with uh, rice on the side and black beans? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 25 people living in a four-bedroom house, Latino. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> all right, correct answer is Latino. Everybody got it right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the way, a, uh, a sexual anorexic wouldn't eat me out, so no. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting on that, so I need to get it out. <laughs> That's good. That's a good <laughs> Yeah. I remember when we found out that was a thing, when we watched that sex documentary thing, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, don't Wait, want whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's it mean real quick? Sorry. Uh, yeah, sexual anorexics, uh, they like, just, they won't have sex. Like, it's not even like they, like they, they just, they, they lose it, dog. They, there was a dude, he got married and he would not fuck his wife. Ever. Oh. And like, he didn't even like jacking off and shit. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No problem. No problem. Uh, I say watch the series. Uh, what was it called? Karen Strange Sex. Strange Sex. It's free on Netflix. Uh, if yeah, you have Netflix, I think it. I gave it a couple episodes and yeah. I was good. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. And uh, I like stuff like that, but I was like, yeah, I think I'm good. I was a fan. Uh, cause I, you know what I liked about it? Short. 30 minutes, two different things every time and we move on. Mm-hmm. I don't need these fucking hour long documentaries mm-hmm. or series on just one type of fucking. Just let's get to it, people. Uh, give me the rundown. Her pussy don't work. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's got this in it. Okay. What did they do to fix it? And this happened. All right. We're out. Also, you have to watch until you get to that balloon guy because Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> that, that, that's just, I don't even think that's a fetish. That's just something. Balloons, man. Really? Balloons? <laughs> yep. Oh god! They call ballooners, aren't they? Lunars. They call lunars as a oh, entire yes, they are entire yes, society. Um, but hey, I'm not judging. I'm just judging. All right, a <laughs> South Florida man, a South Florida man, oh Florida, with an unfortunate name or a strong commitment to pranking the police, was arrested last Friday on a litany of charges in Fort Lauderdale. His name, Jack Me Off Mud M U D D. That's his name. Yep. 54 years old, was arrested on charges of assault, disorderly conduct, resisting an officer, possession of alcohol in an open container, and violation of probation. He's being held at a Broward County Jail on $300 bond, which means that at some point in the last few days, a county judge read his name aloud in court. (laughs) Oh, could you imagine the giggles? Yeah, jack me off mud. Mud is not the... Ah! uh, Yeah, and then they have some other like funny names at the end of this one. But uh, guess the race of jack me off mud. Okay, I got one. All right. Um, it's uh, Monterey 
Wait. Oh, damn it, Amber. Don't, don't. You can do it. You can do it. Okay. Monterey, Jack Me Off, Cheese, White. Uh, Combine those in a way that makes it funny. White. All right. I got it. Monterey Jack Cheese White? I I can take that. Yeah, Monterey... I'm trying to get the Jack off from Monterey Cheese to make a name. Monterey Jack Me Off Cheese White. Got it. Thank you. Yes, I like that. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they think is going on. One who washes dog bowls with people bowls. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's a damn shame. (laughs) Damn shame. Oh, I just picked a dishwasher full of dog bowls and people bowls. So black he blew you he blew you through the throw mail in his mouth. What? So black he blew you throw mail in his mail in his mouth. I don't know what that means, dog. Based on the charges, one who fixes cars in his garage, a cigarette hanging from his lip that he refuses to ash. Old black man. Because because uh mailboxes are blue. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll take his word for it. Jed Clampett's cousin. <laughs> One who makes Kool-Aid with no sugar. I think that's white. Ah. The son of LSD consuming parents that's name a result of bad parenting. One who stands in line for phone posits. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Descendant of slave owners. Don't talk about my mama black. <laughs> Correct answer is black. He's, he's oh man, he's so black too. Like he's unapologetically black. Oh. I'll put this in the uh, Skype for you, ever so if you want to click on it or whatever. But he is so black, dog. I saw this picture and just started laughing. He looks like Dirty D from the movie um, Pootie Tang. Is oh, he sure does, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he looked oh. like Dirty D. Um, all right, man, we had some sword shit happen. Gotta talk about it. Um, here we go. Well, a shocking story out of South Nashville after a man kills his brother with a sword and then waits several days to call police. News 2's Tiani Jones is live at the Cedars of Elm Hill Pike where this bizarre story unfolded. Tiani? Well, the obvious reaction of those who live in this complex is that of shock. But they were very surprised to find out the identity of the alleged murderer. They described oh, my God. As a Sorry. Very nice guy. I just... You saw the picture of uh of of yeah, Jack me off mud. I wasn't trying to be funny either. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it will take you for a shock, won't it? Yeah, Jack me off mud looks just like Dirty D from uh Dirt Pootie Tang. If people have seen that movie, but yeah, sad. This reaction of those who live in this complex is that of shock. But they were very surprised to find out the identity of the alleged murderer. They describe him as a very nice guy. Seems like it's sort of unreal, basically. Uh, like it was, like I said, just in a movie. Reggie Moore saw the police lights outside of his apartment building Thursday night, and he assumed someone was sick or hurt and needed attention. But then he got a knock on his door. Police informed him that one of the two brothers who lived below him was found dead, with his head partially severed from a sword, oh. and the other brother, 33-year-old Charles Masters, was responsible. What's a- Is there an age where you can't be living with your sibling? Like, I feel like when you're 28 and 33, you can't be living together as brothers. Mm-mm. It's like it's some, not going to end well. Yeah. Maybe not decapitation, but it's just not going to end well. All right. You got you have too much history. You've grown up together. Just, you know too much about each other. It's not like having just a regular roommate. It's too much. 
right. Surprised him even more was when police informed him the body had been in the apartment for several days. Several days. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's very mind-boggling as well. Actually, the one that did the killing, I was spoke to him every day. Richard White, another neighbor, had no idea what was going on. In fact, when he got home, he was concerned because of the biohazard sign he saw posted on his neighbor's door. So he called the apartment manager. I called him. I was like, hey, what's going on? Is this is going to be a problem? They were like, no, don't worry about it. It's nothing. Now that he knows, he can't help but to remember the friendly neighbor who would always say hi. He's a nice guy. I mean, he's a little homely, but. Oh, he's God. Like, oh, he's Jesus he's Christ. Look, he were good looking. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what, why would he even, what was the point of slandering that dude for no reason? <laughs> He's a little homely. I mean, you know, nothing to look at. And I wouldn't look twice, but uh, somebody might be into that. I wouldn't want him, but you know, they're, Jesus, they're desperate enough. Douchebag. <laughs> it seemed like a nice guy. I mean, a little, a little ugly in the face, hit with a sack of nickels, but uh, other than. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, it's, maybe it's on fire and someone put him out with the ugly stick, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. But other than that, other than that, he was very nice. Could have lost a few pounds. Anyway, back to uh, <laughs> back to the story. Laugh, joke, talk about his cats, stuff like that. I guess you can't. Wait, really talk about his cats. His Hold up. While most of the residents. A little homely, but he was a nice guy. I mean, he spoke, we laughed, joke, talk about his cats, stuff like that. See, I think this dude is sending out signals that that dude was crazy, and he just don't want to. He don't want to get. He don't want to have to confront him. Yeah. Think that he's trying to let us know at home, like uh, he was ugly and he had a lot of cats, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't want them to cut my head off, so. Exactly. We cool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they edited that part out of the interview where he looked in the camera and said, but we cool, though, right? <laughs> Charles, Charles, it's me. Mm-hmm. I like you. I guess you can't really judge a book by its cover. While most of the residents we talk to say they still feel safe in the complex, they are disturbed by the gruesome crime. Most most of the time it's very calm and quiet, so, I mean, like I say, it's just something you wouldn't expect, you know, to just even happen. We did talk to one neighbor off camera who said that in the past they had heard the brothers fighting on several occasions, but they really didn't think anything about it. Reporting live, Tiani Jones. Well, you know what's funny, too, is like they keep showing the sign for the apartment complex outside. This is the worst advertising you could possibly have. Yes, because people are like, hey, I live here, so I might need to move. Or B, that's somewhere I don't ever want to stay. <laughs> right. Um, so Amber, guess the race of Charles Masters, 33, killer of his brother. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, stormtrooper costume wearing at Comic Con. Wait. <laughs> That's a good one. I like That's, that. I like that. Never, I can't believe you haven't had that before. That's, oh, you gotta be kind of geeky to think of it, I guess. Um, all right. So the answer, let's see. I mean, the chat room is saying, um, Cheese collecting in sync fanboy, white, getting sunburnt like bacon white, skateboard X Games white, <laughs> Tyler Perry movie loving Newport smoking cigarette smoking African booty scratcher aka Will from the Blackout <laughs> Tips, <laughs> one who calls his mom by her first name and tells her to shut up at work. <laughs> 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 works as security guard at the mall white. A flower bag who misses Samurai Shampoo. Uh, all right, correct answer is white. <laughs> so only one person missed that one. Oh. It was funny though, because all the neighbors they interviewed were black. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Um, 
all right uh we got some more guest race here but uh i want to get to this article because it's not guest race i just thought it was crazy jeremy johnson a 20 year old a buffalo township uh dude was accused of breaking into a barn and performing oral sex on a horse So there's like four things. I'm not sure where to start. Uh, go ahead. Okay, where? so he he wanted it that bad that he broke in. Right. Okay. Two, he wanted to do a thing with an animal. Mm-hmm. Three, he wanted to give it mouth pleasure. Yeah, for, for he's a giver. Appointment. He's a giver. He went down yeah. there and ate it like a vulture. Hey. <laughs> oh, you think and the hearse horse was the hearse talking just right then? Maybe. I don't or know. Crit walking? What was that? that, that, that oh, you talking about the, uh, the, that Olympic event for yes. the horse dancing? Yeah. Who goes, uh, I would try to, dressage is the name of it. Yeah, yeah. dressage. I was going to say, I would try to remember it, but I didn't give a fuck. But, but I guess I got it into my head. But, uh, yeah, what was the fourth thing? Or did you have a fourth thing? Um, I, I, I feel like there's a fourth, but I don't know what it is. Because um, there's just, all that together. Did the what the horse have on thongs? <laughs> uh, he was fit, he was sentenced to two point five years of probation, according to the Patriot News. On May second, two thousand twelve, state police in Perry County reported that a Newport man had broken into a barn early that day and performed oral sex on a female horse. That's right. Okay, get okay. your minds out the gutter, people. Oh well, see, this is all different because mm-hmm. you know he just wanted to give not weird, right? You need to get face deep in that horse pussy. Mm. Going opposite I don't know, man. Maybe it was a uh, uh, smell uh, on his face. It just smell like horse pussy. Uh, he just walked up somewhere. I was like, hmm. You either. can get killed doing that. That's what I'm talking about. This animal's like eight times your size. Well, they normally don't. Like I doubt they would pounds. kick you from the back if you was eating their pussy out. I mean, come on. Now, if he, See, I thought he would be under. I have no idea where a horse is. And it just sits is. on you. No, um, I mean, I thought that he would be like in a sixty-nine type position. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like his face up. He had the saddles strapped a different way. Oh, jeez. He had it upside down. The break occurred in the break-in occurred about one a.m. at the Outlaw Stables Barn on Cold Storage Road. Uh, the, the trooper who responded said Johnson told him he had been job hunting at the barn. I bet he was working it mm-hmm. earlier and didn't realize the time. He told the trooper that he'd been in the at the barn for an hour that he licked the horse. Oh, I lick, like what? Why I, would he admit he did that? more than lick it? Yeah, Johnson's attorney Barbara L. Weaverdo said that uh, at the time. The prosecutor would have to prove Johnson broke into the outlaw stables bar with the intent to sexually violate the female horse. Yeah, prove that he came in there to eat that pussy. Oh, you know, you know what? That's a oh. different crime. Yeah, it's a different. Oh it wasn't premeditated. God. It was, you know, a crime of passion. Crime of pa- the horse didn't have a choice. It ain't well, like the horse could have said no. Well, sometimes you just y- y'all never walk down the street and just see a horse walking around with that like prancing with the. No, oh, okay. You know what? Maybe, me. maybe, maybe, maybe he had a maybe he had a thing for you know for for horse hair. You know how you know. Yeah, maybe he thought it was uh Beyonce had all that beautiful long weave. Mm-hmm. It's like mm, I'm gonna get on this, and he's like, oh, this is not a woman. 
Trick. I don't see but I don't I'm see Jay anywhere. Wow. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> he thought it oh my God. He thought it was Blue Ivy because it's a horse like camel face and Beyonce's weed. So he's like, it must be the offspring of Jay and Beyonce. He was wrong. He was wrong. Was Very wrong. Horse. Um <laughs> He thought it was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and he was just uh, you know. Could you imagine? need to leave her alone. And my thing is like, how could well, you um, get yourself to do that? You know, you look like mm, look at the ass on that horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look anyway. at the way it moves its tail. Um, they were <laughs> how it kills those flies. Mm 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 mm. The barn, the barn owner told the police one of her employees called her after allegedly finding Johnson in the stables after oh. the barn's alarms went off. Uh, Johnson told the barn owner he'd have, he'd had sex with a horse. So, like what? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. like that yeah. makes it okay? Yeah, sex with the horse? No, I, he said, no, he said he'd, he had had sex with a horse. Ha, my thing is this. I, First of all, no, my thing is this. Stop lying on your dick, man. Okay, you yeah. ate that horse out. You didn't fuck it. Now all the other horses are gonna be walking around thinking it's some kind of horse slut because <laughs> you want to talk it up, big man. You think that makes you a big man? Telling the truth makes you a big man. Don't lie on your dick, man. Oh, and you know that horse was like, girl, I didn't even feel it. It felt like a peanut. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. There's just still too much. This is stimulus overload. So he said he had sex with a horse. He yeah. admitted that. He's a terrible criminal. What are you doing in my barn? I'll tell you what I was doing. I was fucking that horse. God damn it. Why did I say that? (laughs) Definitely not eating around. I'm above that. Yes. (laughs) And my my thing, see, they don't care nothing about, they treat horses like they do women. They don't care about the crimes committed against us. Well, this is my favorite part of the article. I think there's some mental health issue here from Perry County DA Charles Chad. You would say so? Hmm. There's got to be something wrong with someone who does something like this. And uh, guess the mental disorder. There's Now, there's actually no picture of this guy or mental disorder. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, that, I thought that was special. Horse very. Fucking, who's not into it? All right. Uh, here's another article. Um, guess the race. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yes, it will. Well, this one is a sign of the times. Getting a quick DNA test is now as easy as walking up to a truck. Painted on the sides of an RV is the question, who's your daddy? And plenty of people are going inside to find out. CBS 2's Dave Carlin. <laughs> it's like a, you know, 911 sketch. It's, it's, like, it's like a mobile Maury show. They're going to put more out of business, ain't they? Right, Maury, like, fuck. And reports. Why did we think about this first? Everybody takes pictures. People love it. Jared Rosenthal maneuvers this rolling billboard. His truck offers DNA paternity testing that comes to you. Finding out who's your daddy involves a $350 fee, a cheek swab. We go up here where it's softer. And a lab test with results back in a couple of days. This customer agreed to talk if we don't show his face. You have a child you're not sure if it's yours? I'm not sure. I'm pretty child support anyways, and I will continue doing it. Because you just want to know. I just want to know, yeah. It's not something that people talk about. There's a big need for it. Rosenthal says his typical customer is a dad with a child in tow, often an active-duty member of the military with a baby born during a deployment. Oh, Damn. So use this service oh, in a way mm. in would resonate. That's 
wow that's so uh, sad cold yeah jesus christ oh wow in a way and also he said you know this is something people don't talk about so i'm on the corner in the financial district with a big ass sign <laughs> exactly. on the side of my truck no one talks about it who's your daddy exactly it's called cuckolds or us right <laughs> president keisha vera sees as a good thing Pain. Uh, why did the article stop play bitch get to work oh is that yeah, error mine. Rosenthal says his Hold on typical a customer is a in a way in what resident Keisha Vera sees as a good thing. Pain. Oh no, that's the article. All right, well. In a way in what resident Keisha Vera sees as a good thing. Pain. Remix. Um. All right, let me try reloading it because uh, I need to hear what Keisha has to say about this. Of course. I feel like it's very important, and um, her voice should that's not be ignored. Let me see if I can. Who's your Rosenthal says it's in a way in what resident Keisha Vera sees as a good thing. Pain. Oh no, that's oh, just that's the article. Alright, well it's fucked up, man. We're not gonna get to hear from Keisha. Aww, but guess the race lines. Guess the race of Mr. Rosenthal. Which one's that? The uh guy who owns the Who's Your Daddy Van. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can you start with the chat room? Alright, let's go to the chat room. Jerry Rosenthal, owner of the Who's Your Daddy mobile DNA testing van that uh, finds out who people's daddy is. Um, let's see. Ice Cube, Ice T, and Big Booty, Fear and White. Context clues. Uh, shout out to Justin. Anyway, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> uncle of Yoli the Jew. Ari's uncle. He's whiter than the DNA blast that caused the issue in the first place. <laughs> Oh, whiter than lotion, greedy Jew, white. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all on it early this morning? It ain't even twelve o'clock. Sitcom, sitcom writer, Jew, and Wizite. Oh, see, see, I have one, but now I feel like. See, I have a Jewish one that isn't, you know, anti-Semitic. Mm. Watch and learn, people. All right. Uh, Rosenthalowitz Steinsteinbergson. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it people they've been they've been hurt enough uh Dizel went, went all the way there and says holocaust survivor jew white um so yeah the correct answer is jewish yeah he's, he's a jewish dude came up with a great plan to make some money um all right and then uh we got a couple more here i know karen you gotta go in a little bit get your hair did um so let's get into the last couple guests the race um, apparently there was a man who killed his friend with a sucker punch. Killed him with a sucker punch. Witnesses said 19 year old Matthew Gunter, guess the race, was at Silver Springs Walmart Wednesday night when he received a phone call from someone who said 23 year old Travis Henshaw was having sex with Gunter's girlfriend slash mother of his child. Shortly after the phone call, Gunter was driven to a home where Henshaw was staying uh gunter walked into the home and sucker punched henshaw in the face after the punch gunter said he stood over henshaw and asked him why he slept with his old lady gunter then less flattering gunter then left the area and witness uh, witnesses saw henshaw on the ground suffering a possible seizure Damn. Henshaw was taken to Marion County Regional Medical Center and was with serious brain injuries. He was later taken to the trauma unit at Shan's Hospital on life support and he was pronounced dead Thursday morning. Uh, Gunter said he was angry but did not intend to kill him. Gunter was arrested Thursday and transported to Marion County Jail. He's also facing aggravated battery charges. Guess the race of Mr. Gunter. 
that's uh, I don't have any witty way to say that that's a white dude. All right, going with white dude. Hmm, let's see, let's see. Chat room, what do you guys think about Mr. Gunter? One who watches too much MMA. <laughs> I'm assuming that's white, man. Tommy Gunn, strong right hook, white, white like a bar of soap. He he'll be dropping in jail. Oh, truck driving. Ah. Truck driving, shotgun having, white guy, wine enthusiast, avid gatherer of the Juggalos attendees, <laughs> one who Aww. does backyard wrestling with an MMA with no training in his backyard while yelling "sig hell." Uh, correct answer is white. Yes, sir. How did y'all get that? I, I think because the, I feel like okay, so it's the type of dude, the type of class of person, not money class, but integrity class Mm -hmm. if it was a black dude of that class he wouldn't his pride would be too hurt Mm. you know but a white dude it feels like yeah i'm surprised they didn't say his trailer you know what i mean Mm. like i I think they'd be okay with like i thought everybody got it because they didn't say baby mother said mother of his child I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I can tell they be trying to throw that baby mama in there every once in a while to, to throw us off and shit. Yep. Racism. Um, <laughs> uh, Salem police say hired help, uh, installed cameras to tape a woman and a toddler in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Huh? A Massachusetts man is accused of rigging cameras underneath a trailer. And then hiding there while video recording a woman and her toddler son as they use the bathroom. The woman, who they give the address for in case any other pedophiles want to go there. I don't know why they do that. I think that shit ought to be illegal. I'm sorry. Call police. They call police Wednesday night when she saw movement in the air duct in her bathroom floor. Looked into it and saw a man peering up at her from underneath the floor (gasps) vent. (gasps) Hello, the man said. (laughs) <laughs> she immediately called 911. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> what? How do you, how do you, oh my God, what are you doing in my bathroom? Huh, this is an odd situation. I'll give you that. <laughs> now. Well, hello, how are you doing today? The, exactly. The real question is, where do we go from here? I think we're both wondering. Uh, she told police she knew the man who she identified as Christian Hobbs, 44 years old, of Orleans, Massachusetts, uh, because she bought the trailer from him and he had done some work on it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Hobbs was walking south on Route 28 when police located and confronted him. Ah! He said, I did it. It was me under the trailer. According to the press release, he was arrested without incident. Uh, according to police, two weeks ago, when Hobbs was working on the trailer, he installed two baby monitors, one in the bedroom, one in the dryer duct of the, re- the residence. He later went under the trailer and cut holes in the floor and in the floor vent of the bathroom. Uh, police said Hobbs stayed under the trailer for nearly two days with food, beverages, and tissues. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, he was down there jacking off. I was about to say, that is such a commitment. Right. Tissues, too. Observing and taping the woman... When she was in the bathroom, he allegedly had 16 one-minute videos of the woman that some included her new toddler son. Uh, he's charged with prowling criminal mischief, violation of privacy, unlawfully wiretapping. Child tapping. pornography? I'm working on it. Let me finish the charges, please. <laughs> Manufacturing of child pornography, criminal trespassing, and burglary. 
So he refused bail and was transported to county jail. So guess the race of Christian Hobbs, people. Uh, I know Salem pretty well. He's white. All right. Check in the chat room. Let's see. One who makes cherry Kool-Aid, not red. Understood that. The brother of the chick who drove down from Texas in a diaper. Cup of sugar borrower enable 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 to gain representation from the National Association of Advancement of Color Colored People. White. <laughs> white. Uh MacGyver White. The man who shot Christmas addicts that threw crates of tea in the water during the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> Lionel Richie. Hello. I thought that too when I saw that. Fred Rogers <laughs> looked for uh people to play in uh the land of make-believe hello neighbor uh oh one well, who, she went blind she seen him one who only likes negras on the celtics and patriots white why did why did in the cast of chairs correct answer is white <laughs> oh what a do- dirt bag man yes <laughs> hello <laughs> is it me you're looking for how you get caught in- hello <laughs> what are you doing in my bathroom this is this is interesting. Tell you that much. First of all, I have two days of food then, and uh, tissues down here, so. And then he had the nurse to walk away. Not even in the car. Speaking of another freak, a Park Ridge man was ordered held on two hundred and fifty thousand dollars bond on Thursday after police say he assaulted a sixteen-year-old girl the previous day. That's right. That's right, people. It's getting dark, but let's make it light. Anthony M. Nugent, thirty-seven has been charged with felony, aggravated battery, and possession of cannabis Mm-mm-mm. following the assault of a 16-year-old female who was walking on the 900 block of Park Ridge at 5 p.m., people. That's broad daylight. I know. Your minds are racing. Y'all are thinking these terrible things ah. that he did. Right. It's disgusting. Authorities said Nugent approached the team and asked her what she was carrying in her black case. The girl responded that it was a musical instrument and continued walking. Nugent followed the teen and began acting aggressively when she refused to show him the instrument. He continued to harass and badger the victim, said police commander Jason Leavitt. Investigators said Nugent then grabbed the teen by the neck and head, (gasps) threw her to the ground, and a struggle ensued before the girl and Nugent, uh, between the girl and Nugent, and during the struggle, he grabbed at her shorts and ripped them. What the f- He then struck her several times on the buttocks with her hands. With his hands. We have no reason to believe he knew her completely random and what we believe, that's what we believe this is, said the uh, police dude. A passing motorist who witnessed the assault called 911 and Nugent fled the area on foot. Police said Park Ridge police spotted Nugent nearby and arrested him during the altercation. The teen suffered some marks and abrasions. I imagine this is horrific for her. She's just a young girl. They also found two grams of cannabis on Nugent. He's also charged with possession of cannabis. Um, and uh, he was arrested at Park Ridge in June. Charged with disorderly conduct for pulling fire alarms in the building uh, earlier this year. What did he think she had in her suitcase? I just want to know, um, what what race do you think he is? I mean, he pulled, he pulled his teen over so he could mm. spank her in broad daylight. Mm. Guess the right. Unfortunately, I think he's the first word in my podcast. Mm. So you're going with black. Let's check the chat mm. room see what they think. Um, let's see. <laughs> Good grief, everybody's talking a lot. Uh, he just got done watching American Pie. I wanted to take her to band camp. Uh, <laughs> white. <laughs> 
white they say cannabis rather than weed or marijuana former penn state football coach who enjoys r kelly and snoop lion music white power ranger hot, hot sauce loving black <laughs> pookie the crackhead Power. Dennis the Menace is an adult white pothead S&M redneck that supports Chris Brown's actions white one who says Jasper get the truck white one who is a member of the NRA has way too many guns openly threatens the president and it backs off when the Secret Service shows up uh, claims to be Ted Nugent's re- younger brother Mystical oh. <laughs> and one all right, correct answer is white he was a white man so oh. it's good sometimes that your uh, racism is thrown off people it means you're a good person all right and you shouldn't be ashamed of that um this dude sue this, this asshole uh keith langston owner of two rivers grocery store and market uh was uh, well he's he's a guy who posts for a photo forget that part big sandy that's what just happened a hawkins man is claiming civil rights and religious freedom have been violated earlier this year when a black man sacked his groceries at a, at a big Sandy grocery store. The owner banned the customer from the business. So basically he says religious rights and civil rights were violated because a black person bagged his groceries and then he got banned from the store for bringing it up. Yeah, fuck you. You're an asshole. DeWitt R. Thomas filed a federal suit in July against Keith Langston, owner of Two Rivers Grocery and Market. According to the lawsuit, Thomas entered the market on March 5th to buy food. He stated in a nine-page handwritten lawsuit that he told the grocery sacker, a black man, wait a minute, don't touch my groceries. I can't have someone negroidal touch my food. It's against my creed. You're racist, motherfucker. You're racist. No, they should throw that bullshit out. Said, you should be banned from the store. Fuck you. He said, no. ne- he said negroidal. Um, <laughs> somebody in the chat room should write that down. Yeah, negroidal. Tom- Thomas. He made that word up. Thomas claimed the cashier was perplexed by his request and yelled at him to take his items and leave. In a telephone interview Wednesday, Thomas said, it's pretty simple. They treated me really bad because I told them it was against my creed. Uh, according to the lawsuit, Thomas went on to explain that he meant a black person when he used the term negroidal because no one knew, right? I know, exactly. The sacker, Aaron McMinifee, Aaron Minifee, uh, said he thought Thomas was just kidding around. The first time he said it, I thought he was joking. Then he just kept repeating it. Minifee said once he realized Thomas was serious, he called for someone else to sack the groceries, at which time Minifee went to another part of the store. I didn't feel physically threatened. I just felt verbally assaulted, said uh, Black Cashier. Langston wasn't in the store at the time, but his employees told him about the incident. I decided that when I heard what happened, that I was going to file a criminal trespass against him. And I just had to wait for him to be present so he could sign it. When Thomas returned two days later, he noticed the black man would be sacking his groceries. So he again requested the Negro not handle his groceries, according to the lawsuit. This time, Langston was there, and he called the police to serve Thomas a criminal trespass warning. While waiting for the police, an employee locked the doors, and the lawsuit claims Thomas was unlawfully restrained. Wow. They that's true. Locked the doors? That's, that's unlawful imprisonment. You can't yeah, do that. Is. Damn, they had a point. I hate when this happens. You yeah, have a point, point, and now I'm on the racist side. Like, well, but you can't lock them in there. No, you can't lock them in there. 
Thomas said Langston broke the law the night he locked him in the store. He, we were closing. I don't know of a business that doesn't lock their doors when they close. Okay, so all right, you guys are a legal excuse. It keeps more people from coming in. So he says they were actually didn't lock them in. They were closing the store. I hope that's oh, true. Oh, so people on the outside couldn't come into the store. Yeah, hopefully this happened at like 11 o'clock at night yeah. and not like 7 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like basically he could have left if he wanted to. Thomas said he doesn't understand why he had to deal with the same situation twice. My question why, is. Why did you go back to the same store if you don't like the Negroes bagging your groceries? Why did you go back? My question is why after I told them how I felt that it was against my creed did this Negroid try to impress himself upon me and try to handle my groceries again? Sir, you are racist. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand. You know I don't what? think I, you're informing him, Karen. <laughs> I, don't, I think he don't know what racism is. <laughs> <laughs> he's like didn't he i tell y'all the first time okay. that i told y'all the first time i want this big lip negro <laughs> bagging my groceries i come in here he's still in here what you ain't find all the negroes they got the right to work now <laughs> nobody told me this was 2012 my bad i need to go back i thought this was 1952 but i could come in here and do what i wanted and tell y'all to band them and they banned uh, they got uh, rights now, so I'm sorry to disappoint you. Thomas said his religious beliefs are based on Vedism, which he says encompasses Hinduism. <laughs> people in India? Yeah, you know. The brown how. people in India? Yeah. The brown people, hello. Vid- They're not negroidal, but still. Vedism translates into knowledge. I'm not this way because I'm ignorant. Ignorance is the enemy, he said. Thomas said he has not broken any laws and was exercising his religious freedom and the rights he has been given. Now, I will say this. Um, isn't there things where, like, Orthodox Jews can't have, like, women do certain things for them and shit? Yeah. Like, do stores accommodate them? Like, I don't know the answer I'm asking. Like, They just have their own communities. Yes, okay. it's like they don't go outside of that realm. Put it like this. If you're going to have shit like that, you need to stay in your own circle. If you go out into the real world, guess what? The real world don't give a shit about your laws and your philosophies and how you run your religion. Women have right. Black people have right. I'm sorry to inform him. You can't go in there demanding that they find all the black folks because you don't like black people. He also says white people are to be protected under the civil rights law just like anybody else. It would be the same as if you ask me, a congoid, a person from West Central Africa, not to touch your food. Thomas bases his claim that his civil rights were violated on the criminal trespass order, and he also said Langston is wrong for trying to tell him who could touch his groceries and refusing to serve him. When I go through a store and buy groceries, those groceries become my property. Uh, Langston said he is not trying to tell Thomas what to believe or how to live, but his store is privately owned business. He was banned because he was using racial slurs, but he has he has turned it into a religious thing. Yeah, I like you just be like, I'm religious, I'm not racist. Just no, and, and, and my thing is this: what, what, what about the the black people or the Mexican people that made the bread, bagged the bread? So you, I'm I mean, I mean, maybe this is just me. You Good know, if, if if that's the case, why don't you just go to a farm, raise your own shit? That way, you don't got to worry about well, he probably no he probably gets his milk from that website we talked about that time. So probably oh, where the where the white chicks gargle the milk? Yeah, he probably purifies it in oh, that. Oh my! Uh, we have a few people. <laughs> We have a few people who want to sack their own groceries. It's not for the same reasons DeWitt gave. They do it because they just like to have their stuff bagged a certain way. Certain groceries in certain bags. That's the thing. He could have bagged his own groceries. It's, it's almost like you came in 
and made a situation that didn't. But I have a question. What do you do? What do, what does he do when he goes to like McDonald's, Burger King, or somewhere like that? Does he tell no, 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 no. Maybe he doesn't. Get 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 somebody else. Maybe he doesn't. Um. Thomas said he is going forward with the complaint because Langston has no right to stand against what he believes in. If he wants to stand in opposition of who I am, then we are going to go forward with this here thing. <laughs> you, know, oh, God. you know that you know that shit count. We're gonna go forward this here thing. This here. And he needs to fucking lose. He's an idiot. Langston said he wants the whole thing to just go away, but insists Thomas will never be able to come back into his store. He said Thomas told him he would drop the complaint if he dropped the criminal trespass. Nope. I've had several people say they wouldn't, they would have touched a hell of a lot more than his groceries if they had been in line behind him. Yep. You're not helping the situation by saying that. Right. I like, I like this dude. He's like, I'm a, I'm an anti-racist crusader. It's, it's like the equivalent of the dude who shot up uh the 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 right wing uh family organization and had a bag full of chick-fil-a where it's like yeah but you're not helping either like yeah we do all think that they're wrong but let's not go around killing people can we just not like maybe you should sit this one out like uh, on our side like i feel like this dude has a point and then he's like that's why i illegally (laughs) detained him it's like no see no, you were good before the illegal detention of this man. Yeah. And, and uh, after that, you kind of lost it. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's funny how he, he, how he took it back to the 19th century. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this has been another episode of the Black Out Test podcast. Um, and, you you know, uh, Amber, we appreciate having you on, man. It was we fun. Do. We Thank always you. love having you on. Yeah, man. We were looking forward to this. And, um, uh, Karen has to go get her hair done, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. hurry up and wrap it up. Um, make <laughs> sure you guys, <laughs> yeah, check out Am- check out Amber. She's on Twitter at Amber Podcast. Um, you can also uh, check her out at Black Sexy Geeky and Mental dot com. That's right, B S G and M. Um, so make sure you check her out, man. Extremely funny. Um, but also, you know, it's just a good um. It's just a good. It's just a good podcast, man. It is. I, I like, enjoy it's it. Almost, it's almost hard to describe in a way, but that's kind of what makes it good. Is yeah, that she can. She can rap. I, I like her rap. MC skills. Peanut, right? Yes, MC Peanut. I I really enjoy that, and she taught me about pasties, and I really have been enjoying my pasties. Just so you know. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so yeah, check her out, man. Of course, check us out. TheBlackoutTips.com, uh, iTunes. Podomatic, Stitcher, all that stuff. Um, leave us five star reviews on iTunes. We'll read them on the show. Um, also, make sure you guys um, donate to the show. You can do that at theblackoutest.com. Donate your account, go to the store, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, do I have anything else to add? I don't think so. I think that's about it. Um, we had two sponsors Shadow Doll Productions. They're doing a live tweet of their movie, Dirt Cheap Therapy, tomorrow, Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, which is August the twentieth. Make sure you're using the uh their code uh or the hashtag which is DCT year uh to celebrate the year anniversary of the movie if you live tweet it with them tomorrow. Um and also Adam and Eve code TBGWT, fifty percent off of one item, three DVDs free. Um also you get free shipping and a free extra central gift I can't even tell you about. We appreciate the people that are able to do that. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. Say that again. That is in DAT. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys on Thursday. So until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.
She's unfaithful, instead I'm grabbing her waist And every part of her is tasteful And I know you're feeling hate In fact, you think I'm ungrateful, I know Selfish as I wanna be And every time you under me, I get the vibe You might need some time to grow When the sun falls out the sky All I have is me in the land of do and die A freeway gets better when the peace of mind Now that's the ultimate high To the cloud I go Cloud I go One time, baby, tell me you need Thinking too much, we ain't been keeping in touch And every time that I think of your touch Adrenaline pump, give me that rush I'm gone like a thief inside the wind Lord forgive me for my sins I know she want me more, but I fiend for Benjamin She said I found the root of all evil and lost a friend Lost in the world of a young boy from Compton That never knew love, because love was never promised I know, selfish as I wanna be And every time I'm under you, me too, need time to grow When the sun falls out the sky I'm a man that knew a die, a freeway, it's better when the peace of mind is mine.